How's it going? Welcome to Legacy Respawn Podcast, your weekly source of video game news, reviews, and impressions. My name is Andrew, and joining me virtually is the fibrous one, the Apex Oat, Jacob. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. And everybody. And everybody else in the world. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might not be afternoon. We, we went through this before. <laughs> You're right. I have a problem with just, uh, I mean, good. How are you? There we go. Happy day. Happy day. <laughs> yeah, because we do have some people uh, over over at Australia. I wonder what their time is. What is their uh, time? Australian time. <laughs> yeah, four fifty-four a.m. on Monday. <laughs> on Monday. <laughs> Good Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Ugh. crazy, man. Just think they're getting that's ready for work. About. Yeah, I was going to say, it's <laughs> double gross thinking about Monday before Monday. Yeah. And it being Monday. Ooh, man, that's terrible. Sorry to hear that, Australia. <laughs> Sorry to hear that it's <laughs> four, four in the morning uh, there. Uh, but when you listen to this, it probably won't be four in the morning there. Yeah, let's hope not. But sorry about when it was. Yeah, sorry about what, that one time that it was four in the morning on Monday. <laughs> while we're sitting here on a, 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 a beautiful Sunday at three in the afternoon. I don't know about beautiful. <laughs> no, no. That's, well, I guess if you're indoors, outdoors is, is it's like a monsoon previously. Yeah, we're we're good for that here. Yeah, it'd be a scorching three thousand degrees outside. Then uh, next thing you know, it rains. Then it's like got this like mug through the air, and it's just like it's sticky. And then it goes down yeah, to like seventy. <laughs> and then it repeats that cycle. Yeah. <laughs> on and on. It don't matter what time of day it is either. Mm. It'll do it. But nonetheless. You ever, you ever <laughs> want to feel like a wet sock yeah. all the time? A that, wet that sock. is exactly what you feel like. That's laying like. in the sun on a, on a like blacktop. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Yep. That's basically our... Uh, I was going to say atmosphere, but that's not, a, that's not a fitting term for what I'm trying to say. Uh, environment. Yes, that's better. Atmospheric environment. Yes, I don't know if they connect, but that sounds fabulous. Oh, they do. <laughs> <laughs> Man, do we get a lot of games though today? It hurts. There's so many. It's a lot. It hurts in the good. Hurts in the good way. A lot of stuff. Hey, everybody, to get themselves a change of clothes because it is <laughs> about to get real deep and exciting in here. <laughs> it's, I don't know if I've ever seen so many showcases in such a short like duration of time. To be quite honest. Mm-mm. Like it's just everything because it went when when the coronavirus thing started, right? It was like every like couple days or something like one company would come and like, oh, here's our one, two, maybe three things that we were going to show you. So it wasn't yeah. a, it wasn't a lot to soak in at once like this. This is uh, this is quite a, a bathing session of, of video game stuff. This is pretty much like. Well, it feels like even more than what they've shown in previous E3s. I don't know if it's just we're starting to hit the point where uh, it's starting to move back in motion again. I guess the companies are really starting to get back at it. And these uh, they have all these titles that they've been working on for what over this past two years. Yeah, yeah. They kind of like got got slowed down. And now they're just talking about a lot of them like 
here and there, there's a couple of these that like they announced like a year ago or two years ago, maybe three, and, and they're just starting to get big again. But well, it's been at least three or four game showcases, I think. And then there's another one about to happen now, a PC one coming up. Yeah, coming up. Well, uh, well, Xbox, you know, just the Xbox showcase alone, they don't they haven't had many releases over the past like couple of years. Like big Xbox releases besides like Forza or like like Halo, for instance. Like that's really it. And they don't have anything coming out this year now that Starfield has been delayed. So they got this huge oh, backlog. What else? What they, yeah, what they got? Yeah. Yeah. They just, they no, just no, gotta... no, no, no. Before before <laughs> I'd um, stuck on the showcase before yeah. this Starfield. Yeah. Now yeah. they have. Now they're loaded. With yes. Stuff coming out. Yeah, they got. I mean, 2023 is going to be huge. I think it's going to be huge here. Not going to know what to do with all this stuff. But we're just jump right into it. We're not even going to beat around the bush. Good, because I've lost every page that I've opened. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> so we had a summer games fest that was happening on uh, June 9th, which they had uh, a lot of stuff. And you know, I noticed there's a big trend lately. There's a lot of space stuff coming out between the yeah. Xbox showcase. You got the summer games fest. It's just a lot of space and I'm, I'm not hating it. Not hating. Mm-hmm. It. Let's see. We'll just start right at the top. Right at the top. So we had Aliens Dark Descent world premiere. It says, <clears throat> a new Alien game is coming next year. Aliens and Alien games, to put it mildly, vary in quantity. Or quality. And we don't know much about the Aliens Dark Descent, a newly announced installment in the franchise, if presumably unrelated to the uh, frictional's amnesia to Dark Descent. Uh, developer Tidalus. Tidalus. Interactive describes, yeah, <laughs> describes as a squad-based action game where you command a group of colony marines against uh, xenomorphs and a new unknown enemy. The game is scheduled for release on current and next-gen PlayStation and Xbox consoles plus PC in 2023. So I'm going to flick through this. Uh, did did you did you look through all this stuff already? I did. I I watched the the Summerfest one. I went back and watched it. Did you play, uh, well, one, are you big into the alien uh, realm and lore? I like them. You like them? <laughs> I like them. <laughs> or don't hate them. <laughs> uh, so when I first saw this one, I thought, what did I think? Was it going to be like another alien versus predator game? I was like, they just came out with this. I thought they just <laughs> did one. But then seeing what it was, this one... Um, I think it's supposed to be more strategy. Is it action? It's. I swear oh, it's just, they, it showed almost like a strategy, uh, not grid based, but almost just yeah. a regular strategy style game. Yeah, it's saying it's a squad based action game. So when they say that, I, I take it as like two things. One is could be something like Rainbow Six, what they did recently with quarantine. Uh, right. And I also get like, uh, I like comes to mind always like an XCOM game. Something along those lines. That's what I believe it is. Let me flick through to the end. A lot of cinematics uh, in this trailer. So this does look more like an XCOM kind of view right at the end there. 
but it might not be turn-based. Uh, might not be turn-based. It could be like, what's that one game I played? Um, gosh, it's a shooter. But it was like that isometric view. Pretty yeah. gritty. Ah, uh, uh, man. There was a, uh, the Ascent. Wasn't that a recent one? Uh, that was. Yeah, yeah. That that's like that. Yep. Yep. So that's what I'm getting out of that. That looks. It looks good though, and it's got the alien vibes. I, I really dug the uh, the alien isolation game. I didn't play it personally, but I did watch like people do like speed runs and like the gameplay of it all. And I, it was. I thought that was a really great series. Uh, what they did with that. Absolutely. Yeah, that really brought like some real horror back into the genre. Just like it, it, it was so much a survival horror. Like that felt truly like one because you barely found anything. <laughs> you crawl into vents. <laughs> yeah, and you you always got to be on the lookout. You know, it's like you could be anywhere. Oh, yeah, you just gonna die. I expect you're gonna die because that's just how that game goes. I want to say when I was watching the speed runs, you barely even you, you don't even see that guy very much. <laughs> They do it so That's fast, you know. That are good. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty amazing. That's not me. But it looks uh, says it's coming next year, uh, so something to look forward to in 2023, along with like a huge other catalog of stuff we're going to tell you and smack <laughs> you all in the face with today. So get your notepads and pens out and write down your wish list because it's going to get it's going to get real. <laughs> Lube your faces up <laughs> with Vaseline for all the slapping, the <laughs> slapping that's coming. <laughs> oh. Grease them up. Next, we got one of my most anticipated games, Callisto Protocol. Oh. So, Striking Distance Studios put out a game that's like, it's like uh, Dead Space. And it's also developed by the same uh, guy that worked with that studio, if I'm if I'm correct there. But, uh, yeah, he was part of it, right? Yeah, I the think he was. Team. Mm-hmm. So... We've seen some of this stuff from this game, but this this really starts to dive into like what you're going to expect from the gameplay, the atmosphere, what it's going to look like, and it looks it looks phenomenal. Honestly, it's, it really looks like everything that I want to play right now. But it says uh, the Callisto yes. Protocol, a survival horror game made by Striking Distance Studios, who members worked on the original Dead Space. But today's event it gave us a closer look at the gameplay. The project seems to be heavily channeled Dead Space survival horror style with goopy monsters. A plasma cutter-like weapon and gruesome death animations for your character. As previously announced, the game comes out on December second. I like uh, the goopy monster explanation. <laughs> Everything's just wet and <laughs> sticky looking. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the best way you can describe it. Yeah, these uh, the it looks like the monsters in this one are like much more like like in your face. Like they're not. Uh, oh yeah. They're not hanging back. They're they're coming in and trying to claw your 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 face right off, which uh, I'm digging it. That that suspense, like you know, something could pop out and just like like <laughs> charge towards you at any second. You know that that it keeps you on the edge right. the whole time you're playing. Yeah, I don't think it's much um, running around in the background, crawling through the ceiling and watching. I think it's a lot more. They're they are gonna dive right in. <laughs> It looks like the trailer starts off. You're still wearing kind of like your prison outfit. Maybe it looks like it's probably like very early on uh, gameplay, which I assume this guy's a prisoner, right? That's what they kind of like displayed it as in the original what reveal, I guess. Yeah, he was behind the bars watching uh, somebody outside. Yeah, get murdered. (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. Getting, getting chomped up. But like three quarters of the way through I, this, so it looks like he does get like a nice, pretty space suit armor here. Like it looks pretty nice. Uh, I'm still digging the vibes of like the health bar on the back with no HUD and stuff like that. Yes. It's it's just really I like how when they I like how they incorporate um your HUD into the world. So it's like you don't have 14 different like symbols and menus all scattered over the screen. Which uh, mm-hmm. I was playing that Astro Near game recently, and that game was very uh, much like that, where your inventory is what's on your, what's on your backpack. There really isn't nothing to look at menu wise. Uh, you can pull out like a little like tablet thing out of your backpack for your crafting. They kept it all very condensed and organized. I, I really enjoy that when they do that. Wow, he just really is. He really just gets ground yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is really disgusting. Uh, <laughs> I, I know when they were doing the show that he was like, yeah, and uh, like we always do, you know, we always show our main character getting completely eviscerated in some kind of way in all our games. So here you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, but back to the HUD thing, I like that they also, um, like Dead Space did as well, they they gave the gun an actual HUD that pops up when you're holding it so mm-hmm. you can see how much ammo you have and all yes. that. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, super smart. Super, super smart. Yeah, December second. Nightmare of a horror game. Oh, absolutely. I I see myself playing this game like, like immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I just really been looking forward to like a good like a good suspenseful horror. And you don't. I mean, you got Resident Evils and stuff like that, but I don't think they have that same. They don't capture that same feeling, really. The, the space horror ones that have come out recently, just, I mean, just taking Dead Space and then this taking something from there as well. It's just, it's a different kind of horror. It's It, it mixes in that body horror as much. Mm-hmm. Uh, Resident Evil is more just the, they're going to eat me and they they look like people, they're just kind of dead. Yeah, it's very, it's a very, <laughs> a little, tra- little rotten. very traditional horror Resident Evil goes after. Uh, Which is nothing wrong. No, no, I think and what they do with it, I think is great. And that's what makes Resident Evil stand out. I don't I don't want every game to be Callisto Protocol or Dead Space. I like the the selection and the mix of of having that option. But it just depends on what you feel like even the games like Outlast or Amnesia. I mean, they all have different, uh, you know, senses of fear because you can't fight back in those games, which is which is a whole nother beast to conquer. But it makes it so terrifying. Yeah. Next, something uh, a little less scary, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this, is, this is what you you watched the whole Summer Games Fest for, right? This is it. I was waiting for this, yeah. <laughs> you better make more people. No, you're not going to make more people mad. I'm the one that make them mad with Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, That's right. You're just sending hey, out judgment all last week. <laughs> the, they'd actually, it, it looked good from what I watched. I'll give it that much. It looked yeah. nice. It's very pretty. Yeah, the, the the original. Uh, so I watched a trailer that came out, like like the actual trailer, not this gameplay thing, the premiere. The trailer mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't really care for, to be honest. I thought it was kind of cheesy with like the like an older rock song playing in the background and the very like oh American soldiers oh you know <laughs> yeah kind of vibe thing going on. I, I don't know. It just felt a little. Uh, it just felt a little not put together well, Not in much. my opinion. Yeah. I, I, like, because they, cause they, they advertised their Modern Warfare series as a more grounded, realistic modern, or like Call of Duty, 
but then they go off the top and it looks you know and they they make this trailer and i was like i don't know this isn't feeding into what i want like a like an action military shooter to be but that's yeah. just a trailer. That, I mean, the trailer doesn't speak for every word of the game, obviously. Now, the gameplay that uh, they put out for the Summer's Games Fest, it does look very strong. Um, but it looks like we're going to be in and we're going to be going to get some cartel members and doing some stuff like that. But uh, the gameplay wise, it does no. look it looks good. Uh, the gunplay, I think, is really what makes the Call of Duty franchise shine because it feels usually pretty solid. Besides the last two entries, uh, not not so solid. But Infinity Ward, I think, is the ones putting out uh, the Modern Warfare series, and they seem to always hit their mark on uh, quality. But I can only assume this is going to this is going to consume uh, all of your hard drive. Oh, every bit of it. <laughs> I just the the rain that they added into this and the ship. Oh yeah, yeah, the cargo <laughs> ship thing. This this whole scene looks yeah. it looks pretty well put together. Uh, I'm impressed with the way it looks, and I usually don't get excited like at all for a Call of Duty game, but you know the Modern it's Warfare series hits a little bit different. I think. Yeah, it's it's some other. It's, it's I don't know. Like you said, I guess it's one of the the more realistic, realistic ones out there compared to just others in general. Yeah, feels a little more real to earth. Yeah, and it's a little more convincing too if they uh, they plan on keeping this series going for two years. You know, like that's one reason I always stay like I, I steer clear of these games just because of the fact I'm not going to dedicate that much time to it. I'm not going to sit here and unlock all these weapons and items and attachments and like I'm just not going to play it that much. Uh, but if you have multiple years to kind of earn that stuff and then chew through it, uh, it makes it a little more appealing. I don't feel like I need to grind. Uh, as hard. That's just my stance on it. I'm sure a lot of people like they'll probably be prestiged in like the first 48 hours of this game coming out. So you gotta, you gotta get good. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got all the golden weapons and the skins and everything already, but I just play it for the fun of it. Uh, I'm not I'm not super hardcore. You know, I'm not a big first person shooter any fan anyways. Like that's usually not the go to genre of mine. But there is some titles like, you know, we're gonna talk about Starfield later on. That is gonna be a mix of third person and first person shooter, so um, So that's gonna be interesting. But yeah, yeah. Where do you stand on Modern Warfare? Um said me just running away till it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> it did. They definitely have like up the the graphic quality. I think this is is this a new engine for this or uh, are they just actually really using the the previous one and really putting it in? Well, I, I know they developed a new engine for the first Modern Warfare, the remade one. Uh, but the, the, I don't think they used. The, I don't think that engine was used on the last two games. I think Infinity Ward used it on theirs. But yeah, I'm assuming it's on that same engine that the the remade Modern Warfare was on. But I, I don't have nothing to confirm that with. But they, but I thought that game looked f- fabulous too, the first Modern yeah. Warfare. It looked it yeah, looked so clearly it might, better it than the last two. Be. But I I did see in this trailer there like actual lens flare and everything. So I know. Uh, oh man, I can't, I can't even think uh, ray tracing. I mean, you can look at all all the waters have reflection lights, everything, the water on the deck. It's impressive graphically. And <laughs> look, the gunplay looks 
really solid. <laughs> look at this deck water. Look at it. <laughs> Just look at the deck water. <laughs> look at that deck water. You ain't never seen realer deck water than that. <laughs> yeah, you got you to look at the little things. That's that stuff that I look at. That, <laughs> that's why I get mad at games. Little things that nobody else is looking at. Got oh, yeah. deck water and make footprints. It ripple when I stepped in it. <laughs> I remember the first, that's funny yeah. you say that first time I booted up Red Dead Redemption 2 and uh, like when you're walking through the snow and that entrance, uh, the intro of that game, uh, I was like blown away by the fact that you like leave like little like trails through the snow. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was the coolest thing ever. But uh, now when you don't get that in a game, you're like, well, this is a huge disappointment. I'm not even going to. This is ridiculous. <laughs> this is a real snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> unheard of. Yeah, you're walking through. uh like sand or something. There's no footprints. It's like, well, this game is obviously not put together well. <laughs> <laughs> Who did this? <laughs> oh man! Imagine what the budget is on just on foot footsteps and footprints in games. Yeah. Imagine <laughs> if you were the the footprint guy. Yeah. <laughs> you you didn't get your quota in. Yeah, no, no. He probably uh, he's no longer employed if you don't get the, the proper tread on the on the <laughs> footprint the quality quite right. You know. That tread. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Modern Warfare looks good. October twenty eighth looks like they're 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 well on schedule uh, for this game to come out. It looks like it's it's put the it looks a lot better than like the last what last year. I think there's little to no talk of Call of Duty. Then it's like oh here it is. We oh, finally. By the, way. <laughs> by the way, we I think we might actually finish it. Here you go. <laughs> and then it's just here, not it's not Vanguard. Great. Yeah, here's World War Two again. <laughs> the best Enjoy. We got. <laughs> Next, we got classic platformer flashback. We'll get a sequel. Flashback helped establish a cinematic platformer genre in 1992, and 30 years after its release, is getting a sequel. The sequel is being developed by French studio Microdes, and is apparently coming to current and next-gen PlayStation, Xbox console, Steam, and Nintendo Switch in winter of 2022. Let's see what we got here. You know anything about flashback? A little bit. Uh, not a lot. Not a lot. Where are you at on this? <laughs> yeah, I'm right with you. <laughs> uh, I, I've I've heard of the game, and I think I've seen uh, like games being compared to it or or like taking uh, inspiration from it, but I, I never actually played it myself. Wasn't there a 360? Did they put it on 360 or like, it's like one a, of them for it? Like a collection or something like that? Or something. It may, or it was like an arcade, an arcade, or am I? I'm complete. I'm probably behind. I could just Google it. I mean, that is, you know, you have to power this show. Power of the internet. <laughs> I am right here. <laughs> is that is how we learn? I just, uh, I just know. I remember seeing like the cover art, or, or like, and and maybe some gameplay. Maybe I didn't connect the gameplay to the title, though. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't know what it was. Uh, now that I look it up, it does look very familiar. But I, like I said, I'm I'm not very in tune with this this franchise of what this was. Same, I'm right with you. It looks familiar now, but that's uh, that's all I got. Yeah, I don't have a lot <laughs> to say to it about it, but it does look uh, it does look good uh, from what they show in here for a platformer. Uh, it looks good. A little bit of everything there. They got some motorcycle sequences in there. Uh, very arcadey though, so it looks like they're keeping the roots uh, pretty straightforward with that. Um, 
But it looks good. It looks like uh, something that would fit in well on uh, the Nintendo Switch. I think this would be a great title to pick up if you're into that arcadey feel. Next, though, we got Fort Solace. So we get another Dead Space cross with the moon. Is how they're uh, explaining it here. Let's see here. This one hit me a little bit. I this think it was just a oh, go ahead. cinematic trailer. Mm. No, I was trying to remember this one off the top of my head. I, I remember being interested, but... It says a newly announced game from independent studio Fallen Leaf. Uh, Troy Baker describes Fort Solace as a tight thriller. And a Dead Space meets Duncan Jones' moon. And it's apparently a fast-paced narrative game set on a remote Martian mining outpost. Its trailer says it's going to be released on Steam. So is it just cinematic? Let me let me flick through here. We're totally just so. totally just doing this whole show today like on a limb. <laughs> it's so many things have happened. We were just like, hey, this is the, the easiest way to go through it all. Yeah, just do it. You're you're getting my first uh, live reaction impressions right here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and I'm fresh off the Xbox one, so you'll have a lot to say when we get uh, past this uh, summer games fest. This gonna be a lot of yelling and words. <laughs> so this looks cool. It is just straight cinematic, so I don't know a whole lot uh, what's going on here. But I do like the thought of a Martian mining outpost. I really dug the 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 Martian movie. Uh, so any anytime I can get a little bit more Martian action, you know, I get I get a little excited. The, the big way they sold this one though, uh, Troy Baker and Roger Clark came out on stage and their voice actors in it. Roger Clark what is Red Dead Redemption Two. Uh he was who's who's your, your main person that you play as? Um in Red Dead Redemption? Yeah, I forgot his name. Oh with an A. Uh God. Wow. What was his name? Uh, Red Dead. <laughs> Characters. Uh, Morgan. Author Morgan. Morgan. Author <laughs> Morgan. I didn't know his first name, but I got Morgan. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, yes. So, yeah, I think that's like their big thing. And, and those two are, are pretty solid voice actors and, and coming in to really uh put it down for this fort solace and it looks creepy with the little shots that they showed it's a bunch of like it feels like you're looking at a horror movie trailer because it's like quick cuts and mm-hmm. shrinks and... yeah it looks that's good that's not a cat that's a, that's <laughs> you, a just, you just stepped on a <laughs> your cat yeah. step. <laughs> what's the these sound effects and you stomp your cat's tail <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's terrible don't do that it's do awful don't it's not recommended <laughs> but I'm, I'm like i said I'm, I'm always down for some space thriller uh there's nothing more scary than what could lurk in the darkness in space so that's uh that's definitely something a lot of dark too a lot of dark so much dark, and it's, dark. It, it's got a lot it's troy baker so you know he, he does a phenomenal like a phenomenal job of like anything he voice acts so that's exciting um and plus Roger Clark on top of that. Uh, so, you know, the the narrative section of this game is at least going to be pretty high quality. Uh, we'll see more, I guess, when we get some gameplay. See what that uh, the gameplay is going to be. If it's going to be Dead Space each or is it going to be more of a thriller? Kind of like hide in a locker kind of deal. We will see. I don't want to hide in lockers. 
Oh, you gotta hide in you gotta hide in some lockers. Just just a couple, not all the time. Now, when you gotta hide in a locker for like five minutes because you you don't know what to do, I'm not too not too fond of that. And that's a lot of the Outlast series. (laughs) Yeah, it's too. You're already dead. Just restart. (laughs) Just reload your checkpoint. You're dead. Uh, I remember when I first started playing like games like that where you you don't have it. There's no combat. You just hide and run. I used to just sit in like dark corners for like the longest time. Like I really just don't know. what i'm supposed to do i don't know what what way to go (laughs) then eventually i guess you get a little more seasoned and you just ah you just run out there ah (laughs) you just (laughs) run fast high five yeah (laughs) it's not as bad first time first time man it's like wow this is terrifying yeah excuse me sir (laughs) pardon me (laughs) scooting on by (laughs) that's basically my whole outlast two run Because uh, they had that crazy, like, what's it, like a witch lady, tall witch lady or something chasing after you? I can't remember mm. who she was. Was that uh, in two? I think so. Yeah. Because two was mainly outdoors. Uh, yeah. But most of that that whole game, I just, like, <laughs> just ran. I didn't even hide anymore. Once you get through the first game, you just don't even need to worry about that anymore. Now, after you get chased around by, like, the naked doctor, man. Yeah, once you do that enough. I, I'd still say the first Outlast game was spot on. Uh, the second one, not so much. I wasn't too big on the second one. Uh, it was I heard okay. That a lot. Like, it went just a little bit too far, is what I heard. Yeah, they like tried. Some, some, some ways. It's like the effort was there, and I, they wanted to do something cool and strange at the same time, but it was like they. I think what I think really what did it wrong was it was just the environments. Like, the outside environment just really wasn't wasn't for me i thought the inside that asylum thing is really kind of like the atmosphere that kind of made the game feel creepy and then when they when they got rid of that then just plop you outside it's kind of like yeah i mean it's not as it's not as creepy now you get a bunch of like crazy people outside in a like a village it's not a it didn't it didn't hit the same but but you know they still you know i played it from from the back and it still was an enjoyable thriller horror type game so nonetheless See here, it looks like we got some robots in this next game. Uh, robot horror game routine was delayed by a decade, but it's back. I have no idea what this game is. <laughs> Same. Uh, I was I was trying to remember 2012. That's a long time ago. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. But routine first appeared all the way back in 2012, promising a creepy horror atmosphere on a spaceship populated populated by dangerous robots and it was pushed back years or year after year as a relatively inexperienced team tried to complete it now it's got a new trailer which listed as a coming to pc xbox series x and s xbox one xbox game pass at an unknown date so it looks like we're getting this on game pass so you don't have to worry about that it uh it didn't tell us if it got a new team or if that team just got more experience well, after two, a, a decade, I guess the experience <laughs> does roll around, right? <laughs> Everybody so, leveled up. The thing that makes uh, <laughs> that makes this one cool uh, is it has almost that '90s alien vibe to it, like the atmosphere and just the the uh, what I want to say overlay. Like your like it looks gritty, like a VHS almost, but not to the point where it's overly messing with your eyes. Mm, true. And yes, I a, see that. Now. It's creepy. I'll give it that. The robots are. They slap it full screen. Yeah, get get in there. Watch oh, that robot. Oh, uh, what is, what, what is his this? Mouth. What is the it's quality a, on this? Oh, is that what's wrong? 
Uh, maybe it is uh, the, the rendering no well it's got the little sparky things on the like the title screen and stuff uh like the little like uh flickers from the like the tape running i guess yeah the, it's it's like when he looks through that little like the monitor on his little gun it just it feels very alien no i can see that I, I i can get that like a like a late 80s uh kind of vibe mm-hmm. early 90s uh it looks cool it looks pretty creepy uh first person all the way i don't see any weaponry or nothing in this game as well so maybe this is like a like a, another type of amnesia style game with robots in space uh all i guess so at this point it's all i guess robots have mouths and they open too far <laughs> yeah, they, they open the amount <laughs> yeah they unhinged to where they could shove a good old yeah. rotisserie chicken straight in there <laughs> Yeah, the guy in the hinging department, uh, he, he definitely gave it a little extra tolerance. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll, I'll give it another inch. Yeah, uh, it's funny because like at the top of his head opens up a little bit too. He he double hinges. Yeah. It's very nice, very nice. He he gets like an excited like ah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, human. <laughs> oh, if they could put like derpy sound effects in there. <laughs> I'm about to go edit that trailer up. Oh, somebody somebody's probably already done it. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's just too good. If we thought of that that quick, somebody else has had, already had to be there. <laughs> yeah. Like you just stepped on a Lego or something. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, that Lego uh, like dug into the part of your, like the middle of your foot where you can't even. Get. It's just that that section you does doesn't exist in there, but it makes a nice little home for it. <laughs> oh man. Uh, man. <laughs> Let's see. <sighs> Quality content today. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be strong, super strong content. Most original podcast you'll ever listen to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we don't even know what half this content is. Love it. What do we got next here? Stormgate. It's a new RTS from Team Blizzard veterans, from a team of Blizzard veterans. So it looks like Frost Giant Studios was founded by former Blizzard developers, including veterans from the StarCraft and Warcraft real-time strategy series. It just revealed its first title, a sci-fi plus demons RTS called Stormgate. Stormgate is supposed to, to stay true to the classic RTS formula, but is intended to be more accessible and use the free-to-play model without including a pay-to-win mechanic or crypto tokens. You oh. see, let's see here. I really like RTS. <laughs> But do I like this RTS? Uh, is this the one? Yeah, I believe they they compared it a little bit. Like, uh, it's gonna have feels as like how StarCraft had different races. So mm. I, I think they said that this also will have four. I think it said four. Maybe not six. Seems too much. I'm gonna I'm gonna safely say four. <laughs> Other races. Ah uh, man. I really like I so I, I do dislike the fact that if you're gonna you're okay you're advertising an RTS game but this whole cinematic has nothing to do with RTS. That's uh, <laughs> I've always find that a little disturbing. Like, that's not what the game's Story. gonna look like. It's not gonna look like that. It's gonna be some kind of like top down view. You're moving some troops around. You're doing the thing, building some factories, making some production. Like you're not gonna have Mister Mech Suit Marine guy scooping people up and flying through the air in cinematic view. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I, you know, I, I, it's, I don't know. 
I feel like they try to sell the game really high like that. And it's understandable. But now somebody that doesn't know that this is an RTS game and buys this and thinks they're going to get this awesome cinematic first-person shooter, because that's what it kind of looks like, they're not going to get that. So <laughs> You boot it up, and it's like, oh, here, build some troops. They're going to be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this mess? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to click menus, <laughs> surf menus. Yeah. What is this? <laughs> Menu simulator? <laughs> I paid sixty dollars for this. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, other than that, yeah, it looks <laughs> it looks good, I guess, from what it is. Uh, what they're saying, demons and, and mechs fighting, can't argue that. <laughs> <laughs> can't argue. <laughs> Pretty cool. So I'm assuming you could pick. Uh, you're probably probably be able to pick amongst different classes of demons and maybe mech probably human races that control these mech-driven suits. Uh, that would be pretty cool. Uh, interesting, because the technologies would probably be very vastly different. Uh, you know, when you... I don't know how deep the RTS is going to be. And it says it's a free-to-play model. Um, so that's that could be something, too. I'm sure you're going to have to buy extra... Uh, what? civilizations or classes or types of people and stuff like that is all going to be added on tactile and without using pay to wins or well yeah can't use pay to win well it doesn't so mean you can't yeah pay, but yeah well a strategy game is ultimately so ultimately it would be like the skill of the player that's the purpose of a strategy game uh if you can pay more money than me and then beat me, even though that I'm a genius, <laughs> but you're but you're rich, uh, that's not that's not cool. Well, good thing oh, you, no. you're not rich, and I'm also not a genius, so we'll be on a fair uh, platform here. <laughs> fair playing. <laughs> I used to watch those, uh, the the competitive like StarCraft and um, uh, Age of Empire players. It's ridiculous. They're just so fast. It's all about who can advance their technology the quickest. That's really what those games come yeah. down to. Um, How fast you can move your fingers. Yeah. You got to be like constantly researching like the next thing, getting resources to do so. It's it's a struggle. I mean, it's, it takes a lot of effort and time to get like really good at those games. I do like just playing them leisurely and like, casually. I'm not looking to be on a pro, pro league of uh, RTS. <laughs> now you don't want to do it? No, nah, no. Nah. We can do it. It's, it's, too, it's too sweaty. I, I just can't. You know, I just can't too do it. Sweaty. It's way too sweaty. You know, you got to keep one of those rags in your pocket at all times. I'm not really feeling that because because oh, yeah. they are nasty. They're nasty. You know, something <laughs> something you you blow your nose in, then put it in your pocket to blow your nose in again later. I just don't. I can't get behind a handkerchief. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty gross. I don't know how that works. Uh, how that's socially acceptable in any any place you go. Uh, <laughs> Do people still use this? I've seen that? it's usually older generations. Absolutely, they do because I've seen it. Because <laughs> the rest of us are like, that's it's, that's it's, gross. it's pretty nasty. Like it's it was reusable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Might as well take a dump in your pocket. <laughs> Whoa, <It's> pretty, <laughs> pretty gross. I mean, <laughs> it's like wiping wiping yeah. your butt. Yeah, and then saving it. And be like, nah, I can I can squeeze two more wipes out of this next time I poop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you, you know, <laughs> it's funny that you say that because that is that is that that's a terrible concept, but that's a real thing. Uh, there is reusable toilet paper that you can buy. 
Uh, I hate it. And I think it's like it's still on a roll, right? So it's on a roll, but I think the the, the cloth is actually like uh, attached in a certain manner, so you can re-roll it up after you cleanse it. And some, what do you put in the washing machine? How do you clean that? Uh, that's just I don't the know. The trash can. <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. Apparently, yeah. But it's you reuse it, and uh, you know, yeah. I guess you attach it all back to the roll, and you start over. So, I don't know. <laughs> no, not about that. <laughs> Disappointed. Uh, it's real, though. It's real. But something also that's real, the world ender in high water. <laughs> Man, the weather looks nice. It's- Gol- <laughs> Whatever this title is uh, explaining here. Golf Club Wasteland Developer Demagogues. New title, High Water is an action- or adventure strategy game set in a world ravaged by extreme climate change. According to Keeley at the Game Fest, we get a colorful yet um, melancholy trailer and characters navigating a flooded city dubbed Alphaville showing off pieces of the game's exploration and turn-based combat I don't know if I've actually seen the word melancholy on, on paper so that was <laughs> not a long time <laughs> that was interesting flick through this trailer here did you did you see any of this yet I know this I you're did, you I, are a big uh, turn-based combat it. fan so yeah let me flick back there yeah, they don't they don't show a lot in this. I I think so. Guy, guy <laughs> floating in the like a little bit of cinematic stuff and driving down the. Oh yeah, driving a boat. Uh, yeah. Adventuring. They're playing with it. Hmm. Got a little little something on it, huh? A little something on the mm-hmm. music there. Oh man, doing it for me. Got some of that uh, that chill step that. Uh, Melodic dubstep. <laughs> you could have like a really poop game and like a banger soundtrack to it, and I'd probably would still play it. You probably still play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, music really does it for me. Yeah, it's like interact something to interact with while you listen to music. At that point, I guess. But yeah, I, I mean, I'm willing to check this out when it comes. It says coming 2022, but the trailer is very light on anything, so that's that's skeptical. Uh. Did not show anything gameplay wise. There's some walking, I guess. Like doing some walking. But walking. Other, other than that, <laughs> uh, don't really don't really know. It looks like he's got some like third world like soldiers with machine guns in in the jungle. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see on this it, one. Kind of looks like everything. Um, everything flooded everywhere, but people are still living. Sort of like uh, what was the game where you're riding down the river? Uh, the flood in the flame, flame in the oh yeah yeah the flood. yeah yeah I know what you're saying. Uh, th- just as the concept that the world's flooded, but people are still managing to. Can we just do a throwback reference to Waterworld? <laughs> hey, that's a great movie. Because that that is exactly what uh that movie is about with uh Kevin Costner. Oh yeah. It's like the whole world is flooded, and they're trying to find Greenland. Is the whole, the whole thing of that movie? But interesting concept. I do like the idea of the world being like in some kind of like, like not not like apocalyptic state, but in a in a state that's not. Uh, it takes you out of your comfort zone. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like everything is flooded, or everything is. Uh, radiated or something because radiation is like one of the things like you don't see or hear it or taste it but it'll kill you 
immediately. Real quick. <laughs> so quick. So that's that's a that's a real life horror of any like like it's hard to even capture that in the game, I think. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, Fallout tried to do it. They got the, like the, the Geiger counter, like like when you when you're doing the thing and but yeah, uh, check that out. High Water 2022 turn-based combat strategy or yeah, action, adventure strategy. I want to keep calling it action strategy. Action adventure. Action adventure Evidence. strategy. RTS 4X. <laughs> 4X. <laughs> uh, I recently learned what 4X meant, actually. I never understood that. It, it means uh, something? Yeah, you, didn't, you don't know? You want to be part of the club that knows what 4X grand strategy means? <laughs> I do. It means. Hold on. Let me let me make sure I get it right. I get them all right here. Game mean four X game meaning is that what I'm searching? Yeah. No four. You know how it says four X grand strategy, like on like civilization and stuff like that. So the if four, Uh, you know what four X means? It means explore, expand, exploit, and exterminate. Because they all have X's in. That's what it means. Check that out. Never knew to like maybe a week ago. And we call ourselves huh. strategy fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never knew. Now, now it makes perfect sense when they say like grand strategy, because you're doing all those things. You're, you're exploring some you stuff. Really you're doing, you're doing all the, the stuff. So thank you for that. Marvel's Midnight Suns coming October 7th. Fire Axis Games and Marvel Midnight Suns was announced last year at Gamescom. And now we have an official release date, October 7th. In the case you've forgotten, it's a tactical role-playing game set in the darker side of Marvel Universe. And you can see some new footage above. Which I am going to do. Hey, I forgot about this uh, game, but this trailer was awesome. Um, I don't know if it showed gameplay, but just the trailer itself was <laughs> awesome. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to play it. Metallica Story. play? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, I don't know why that was funny. Because <laughs> it's in there. <laughs> it's just what we were just talking about for Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a lot of Venom action here. Uh, Spider Man. Yeah, so from what I'm getting, it's 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 uh, what's her name? Is it Hell? No. Is it her? It's not her. Which one? Told you, memory. Immediately gone. I remember nothing. <laughs> uh, like I don't remember if this main person is hell that, or if that's who they were originally after, and this is what they found. But it seems like they're taking over uh, the Marvel characters. It looks like uh, that kind of controlling them. It looks like that. They got the Hulk at the end. There was uh, quite demonic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but more Marvel stuff tactical role-playing game could be interesting uh i'm really getting washed out on, on marvel though i don't know marvel just, yeah they're, I'm, they're really, dumping it. I'm really uh we've been we've been watching uh some we started the moon knight series uh, and it's interesting don't get me wrong and, and it's different enough that i'm not uh overly opposed to it because I'm, I'm really just washed out of superhero stuff like it's really getting to a point where i'm just like yeah i don't know if i want to watch that anymore um uh, just drown in the market, <laughs> drown in the market. It oversaturated in, in Marvel content right now. 
and it just keeps well, coming. They just really they just released what Mrs. Marvel I think on Disney Plus. Oh, did that come out now? Yeah. yeah. So that's another Marvel. one, and it it just keeps going, and going. And I know there's like these phases and all this stuff, and, and all this stuff connects back to the comics and the story. And uh, you know, I don't have that much time to invest, and I don't want to sit here and try to figure it out. <laughs> like I just want to watch a good a good series, but it's getting a bit much. Those phases got planned like six years ago, seven years ago, and they're yeah. still going strong with it. Yeah. Uh this game though, they did throw in Blade and uh Ghost Rider, which is maybe clue. I mean, I know there's a Blade uh series or movie coming up, mm. like a, a new revamp. Uh and they've a lot of people keep talking about Ghost Rider, like when is he gonna get another you know, thing and they could bring back Nick Cage. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know why they would. They would have to, right? They would have to. Not that he was the best. It don't but matter. Hey, yeah, Marvel <laughs> movies and, and just uh, superhero movies in the back then weren't that great anyway. So, no, no. But I mean, the, don't get me wrong. The, the quality usually on the Marvel stuff is pretty high. Uh, it would have to be right because you're never going to retain a viewer audience over what, how many years for like all three phases uh, or whatever. It's 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 been a really long time. Yeah, the whole yeah. Infinity arc that they did, just everything is it was a long time, yeah. like nine or ten years. Yeah, it was. I mean, yeah, when the first Avengers came out was uh, first Avengers. Let's look first. Avengers movie. Ah, uh, so Marvel the Avengers 2012 or yeah, 2012. So and then the third one. The third one was 2018. That's part if uh hold on. Infinity War part 1. What was the last movie called? Endgame. Endgame, yeah. Endgame. Twenty nineteen. So that's just a uh, phase one <laughs> to get through that, right? Right. Yeah. So that's a, this is a long time. And then they just had Doctor Strange uh, come out. I think that was supposed to be good. What else? What else recently came out? That. Just a lot of Marvel stuff, and I just—I don't know. I'm getting getting a little burned out. But Moon Knight, pretty good. I like that so far. I'm not super big into the mythology, of, like Egyptian stuff. Uh, it was never really like a strong like. And I find it a lot harder to capture my interest over like Greek mythology. Not that it's not interesting. It's just some of the stuff is just like something about some sand and and some stuff. You know, some tombs. Uh, overall, pretty pretty cool so far. I, I like how they uh, they kind of got like a two-person story and one-person kind of thing going on. It's pretty cool. A little confusing at first. But. It'll get even more. So, <laughs> just strap in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we picked that up because we finished that Stranger Things playthrough uh, season. Oh. We got one episode left till the... The other yeah. one comes out. The two. We still gotta watch the last episode. Oh, that's the longer. That's the hour and thirty minute one or whatever. That one is. Oh, it's like almost. It's like an hour and forty or fifty minutes or something. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. It's good. That that last episode is really good, and it fills in a lot of the holes. You're gonna do a lot of hole filling in that last episode. 
get your holes right because they're going to get filled. Next on the list, though, we had Naughty. You know what else will fill your holes that you've been missing? <laughs> yeah, it looks like Naughty Dog is going to give you a new multiplayer narrative game to fill them holes. <laughs> so, so Naughty Dog's big news actually leaked before uh, Summer Game Fest is releasing a remake of Last of Us Part One for PlayStation Five on September second. A version uh, and a version for PC is in development, but it's also teased a new project, multiplayer focused game that's supposed to be as big as a single player titles and feature a story that's very unique to the game. As Naughty Dog co president Neil Druckmann describes, above the project began as a Last of Us Part Two multiplayer mode, then it was expanded to its own uh, as as of yet unnamed game, a piece of concept that uh, suggests that it's set in a post-apocalyptic San Francisco and it features a brand new cast of characters. For now, that's all we know. So is it not Does Last of Us factions? factions? Is it not Last <laughs> yeah, of Us factions? I, was I don't know. I don't. <laughs> Neil Druckmann really needs to figure out what he's doing. That's what I'm saying. They were pretty funny on stage when I was listening. Uh, just, they made a lot of jokes about people leaking stuff at Sony. <laughs> um, and then he also had uh, Troy Baker and Ashley Johnson on stage, and they're supposed to be in this game as well. But there are going to be new characters mm. voicing new people. Gotcha. And we got the Last of Us series coming out on HBO. All that good stuff. Um, that just finished filming, actually. Yeah, so that's going to be good. There's going to be a lot of Last of Us stuff coming out. Uh, I'm not hating that. I'm not. Uh, well, I, you know, that that Last of Us Part One remake uh, coming out of 70 bucks. Uh, it's a big no go for me. I'm not paying 70 dollars for that uh, just for a more polished version. Not saying that the game's yes, not sir. worth that. But if, if you are a first time player, absolutely go for it. Uh, but I've already done that. I've been there. I don't need to do it again just because it's prettier. Now, if it did come in a cheaper package with some stuff, maybe. Uh, but I'll just wait for this to be on a cheap sale or something. Uh, it'd be a while, though, because places games usually don't drop price very quickly. But that's just where I stand. I'm not, I'm, I'm a big no-go on 70 bucks for that remake. <laughs> Again. Yeah, I'm not doing it. No, I'm not doing it. If they wanted to do that, they should have. What they should have done was uh, remade the first one. Um uh, maybe even polished up the second one for PS5, made it, you know, make it nice, very acceptable for a next-gen console, and then also add in that factions mode or whatever and make, like, a Last of Us, like, set for 70 bucks. That would have been, that would have been lit. That would have got bought. But Too just, much. just this, do it. no, no, they can, they, they can sell all these one bot, one-offs uh, for full price and, and make much more off of it, but that's just the business side of things, how it goes. Not really what a consumer is. Now, if you, like I'm telling you, if you sold like a Last of Us Part 1 and 2 set, polished up and looking pretty, uh, and maybe it came with, like you could come out with the collector's edition stuff, you know, make a big old deal about it. That would have sold like fire, I'm sure. Yeah, give me, give me Ellie's guitar. Make, make it like some of those and <laughs> yeah, do some cra- crazy stuff for collector's edition. I think but, something from the game that would be appropriate, but but, but let's let's hope we hear something about this multiplayer soon. Uh, gosh, it just seems like it's been forever two two years, and it was supposedly came out with the game right, and they were like, oh, we're gonna put more work into it, and it'll come out a little after the game. Well, it's two years, Neil Druckmann. Where is it? 
Well, at least we know it's all changed up completely. So, yeah, I think I'm just more curious to see what it is more than anything. I just want to. <laughs> I just to want to see what it's the, not factions anymore. Yeah, I just want to see what they're doing with it and what, what it's going to be. Even if it, I don't care that it's taking long. I just want to know what it is. Like, why? Why be so? Like, we know you're making it, right? Like, why be so uh, mysterious around it? Like, get people hyped. People want to be excited about this. So show them a little bit. Show them what's what what you've got in your back of your head that you're trying to put down into this game. Let's see a little bit of it. But that's what we got for Summer Games Fest. Uh, very decent lineup. Very decent. Um, digging some of this stuff. That robot horror game looks pretty cool, and I, I do like the space stuff. Uh, Callisto Protocol obviously is the number one pick on this this thing here. But oh yeah. Or Solus, that, that could be something as well. I'm, I'm excited for some of the stuff they got displayed on here, and I'm looking forward to seeing more about this RTS game as well. Star Storm, Stormgate, yeah, we'll see. But next, story number two, the longest story you'll ever hear on this on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox and Bethesda's game showcase for 2022 uh, just got done. The runtime was just recent. Um, oh yes, maybe fresh. very fresh. Maybe it's well it started what two hours ago and just got done maybe hour ago, something like that. Yep. So yep, a lot of stuff. Uh, I didn't personally read it, so I'm going to be uh, sitting on your shoulder for most of this. But <laughs> I'm just going to yell in when things are exciting <laughs> that I thought. So right off the bat, though, they show a Redfall. Um, Redfall is finally making his second appearance at Xbox and Bethesda Showcase. This time we got a gameplay trailer featuring Layla and her telekinetic abilities and spectral elevators. We also get a comprehensive look at the island where the game will take place. The trailer is outlined from the abilities of characters in Redfall. Jacob has a Deadeye-like ability from Red Dead Redemption 2, plus an invisible cloak and a spectral claw that can fly at enemies. Oh, crow, not claw. Jeez. And that would well, have, been, oh, that'd have been, been horrifying. <laughs> Put that away. Uh, now you, well, you throw your crow at people. That reminds me of Borderlands. When you, uh, you played yeah. it, that one dude. Uh, Remy de la Rosa is an engineer with a robot companion equipped with a vampire killing machine gun. Next, Divinder offers ex- extensive knowledge of vampires and bringing uh, MacGyvered equipment to ensnare enemies. <laughs> this trailer asked me how old I am. Yeah, it asked me, and I had to think. <laughs> Um, it's it's a pretty cool uh, trailer all the way. They showed an actual in-your-face gameplay, mm. um, very much like a recent zombie game. Uh, Back for Blood. Back for Blood. That's what it made me like. Not as fast-paced, but it your environments and everything. It, it kind of felt like that in the dark areas. So this this looks pretty cool. I'm I'm pretty excited for it. It looks really good. I'm digging the uh, the vampire uh, thing here. They're very very agile and leapy. Yeah, hopefully this turns out to to be pretty cool. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of all the Arcane Studios, so I already know they're probably going to be a pretty solid job, and I already know the powers and stuff you're going to be able to do are going to be great because they do an excellent job in all the other games. Uh, with giving you those abilities like, you know, Deathloop and in the Dishonored series, uh, incorporating those. And the, what's really cool with the arcane games, they incorporate those powers 
into their level design, which is really fantastic. Uh, they build that level around your abilities and how you can use them to kind of like navigate through the world your way, which is pretty cool. Um, so I'm sure some of that's going to be in this game and, and it looks really good. Oh, wow. Gas price only 319 in that trailer. So that's, that's upsetting. one day. <laughs> one, one would wish. <laughs> uh, vampires are flying around. Uh, fire eyes. Uh, you're a big vampire fan, right? You're 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 super big into the vampire thing. And I don't hate them. Don't hate them. I think they're pretty uh pretty cool. Pretty cool. These uh these are way like uh, way more agile, violent, and uh, I guess primal's a good word Very to primal. compare them to. That's a good. I like that. I like that. Just in the way that that they move and attack, uh, and and it looked like it shows there's a bunch of different kinds of them, like special ones. It had the blood one that was uh, somewhere in the trailer that explodes almost like a boomer, it mm. seemed like. Gotcha. Yeah, big old blood bubble on his back, big, which big is boy. disgusting. That's, uh, yeah, like a boil. <laughs> like, uh. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm done talking about it. That's gross. Um, very, very, very well put together. It looks like a um, solid trailer, long trailer, too. There's a, a little bit of the story in it. Yeah, the gameplay. It's a lot of gameplay, which I'm digging. Uh, enough of these. Enough of these cinematic trailers. <laughs> we want to see what what we're looking at. And, we'll uh, get and they go it. hard with the song at the end. So do that Call of Duty style where they mix the song in with the gunshots. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, looks it looks solid. Like, huh? It looks like you can upgrade weapons, and you got like a. It looks like a tech tree or a, a skill tree or something as well. For your character, that looks pretty cool. Right at the end there, it shows. So that's going to be neat. I like customization. Got to have that. What do we got here next? Hollow Knight Silk Song. I know you got uh, you got to change your pants on this one, but it's, it's going to be a day one Game Pass release. Uh, Xbox and Bethesda Showcase, you know, they stated that it was the day one Xbox release. The Hollow Knight sequel follows a new main character named Hornet. As they explore a faraway kingdom from the original game, the trailer showed more of the game's frantic combat and Metrovania style exploration. So, where are you on Hollow Knight? Yes. Well, I yelled loudly through the house uh, when it first popped up. Um, pretty excited. I didn't even think that this was going to show at this one. I thought I read an article of somebody saying that it wasn't going to be here, but I'm pretty sure they said Games Fest and they didn't say the Xbox showcase. Hmm. Which makes sense. But yeah, it's a whole bunch of new abilities and moves and enemies, bosses. Completely different to how uh, uh, Hollow Knight actually played, which is it's awesome that they're switching it up but keeping the same sort of level design mm. and just amplifying it. That looks really intense on some of these scenes. It looks phenomenal. This the little glimpse of a boss fight there looked really fantastic, too. Uh, I like the... What would you call this art style? Very unique. Uh, it gives me like don't starve vibes. Yeah, it's very bold, um, bold outlines. Everything mm. has. It's like it wants to be like comic-y and cartoony at the same time. Like I, I have a hard time understanding like what the how to describe what I'm looking at. But it looks really good. I, I think it looks well put together. The action sequences look very uh 
it looks very so that Metroid Dread playthrough I did. It looks very similar to like the closest thing I've seen to a Metroid game uh, when it comes to that. Just the way that the you can master some of these fights and stuff, like where it looks like it's all like remembering patterns. Definitely. Uh, so I'm digging that. I think this is definitely something. Uh, now, do I need to play the first one? I mean, obviously, I'm going to play the first one. But th- is it connected for people that haven't played the first one? Is there a story um, behind this? I believe it is. Well, she, I mean, she's also in the first one. Like, you, you see her and stuff. Gotcha. So I think it is related. I don't know story-wise what it is, but I believe it's all related. She was kind of like on her own separate mission, I guess is, is the best way to say it. But I don't know what this is, <laughs> but I'm in it. I'm in it. Did it give a did it give a date? I don't see a date. Uh, this fell into the category, I think, of within the next uh, everything that's showed in this game case or game case. Yeah. Game showcase, they said, is going to be uh, within the next 12 months releasing. Gotcha. Uh, between now and 2023. Uh, so I don't think they gave an exact date on this one. Mm. Except it's coming. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> Next, we got High on Life. High on Life is an upcoming oh, yeah. FPS game from the Rick and Morty creators. From the trailer, it looks like you can expect a ton of jokes, strange guns, grenades, and other tools that talk back to you. So this looks pretty. <laughs> I, I was uh, while you were talking, I was like listening or looking at this trailer, and it looks wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what I'm looking at. Uh, the guns all have like critter faces, and like you're shooting a caterpillar, and like mm-hmm. sh- I don't, I don't know what I'm looking at. But it looks, it looks really good. Like just, the, I really like the animation style and the graphic style of this game. It kind of looks like uh, Monsters Incorporated, <laughs> uh, with like crazy like bug like like what's that movie Bugs Life right? Bugs Life, yeah. <laughs> like kind of mixed with that. It's very interesting. I like it. I really like it actually. It said something about like the you're you're trying to find all the the guns because they're like a species of like a race. <laughs> but all the guns talk to you and they're all I don't are they related? I know one of the guns you shoot out like these little pod things that run around and do something, but he was like, Oh yeah, that's my kids. They <laughs> they don't they don't live very long, but a good thing is I can make a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. And it, this one looks really actually fun. It does. It looks very unique, very original. I don't know if I've ever seen uh, somebody shoot a caterpillar caterpillar gun no, no so that's no. that's great um yeah I got high hoops for that i'm excited excited for that one. Oh, if you missed it there's also a knife <laughs> that has a it's a knife bug that goes we need more stabbing <laughs> uh, oh man yeah yeah i'm excited for that that looks great everybody needs to look up that one high on life mm-hmm that one's that is some of the ones that I do see listed on here. That one definitely looks the most unique <laughs> from anything I've seen. Any any you know, all the games recently. Uh, let's see. Looks like we had some stuff from Riot Games. Microsoft announced Riot Games' biggest titles are coming to Xbox Game Pass soon. We will save a sizzle reel trailer of games coming to service. Will include Le- League of Legends, League of Legends Wild Rift, Valorant, Legends of Runeterra. 
and team fight tactics. While these games are technically free to play, locked agents, cards, and champions will become free purchases when available in Game Pass. That's where it's at. That's, that's not, the big part. That's not a very. I don't know, man. I don't. I. I mean, that's cool. Did, if, that's cool. You got Game Pass, well, but if you don't, that's not. A, that's not. That's not too cool, is it? That's why they're they're. It's just a special thing through Xbox. Yeah, but what if you? I know it sucks. What, what if but, you get you get a bunch of free stuff on Game Pass, but people? What, what if what have you already been playing? And you already bought this uh, stuff. Hey, I guess. You know, I don't know that that part sucks. <laughs> and now, like me, me, random, no, no, riot experience on anything. Go in there, get a League of Legends, get the the nice extra bonus content that somebody has four thousand hours in this game already bought. I don't know, man. Hey, it's a, I think that's a fine line. In there, you, it's you fine get a hundred some uh, people for free. Yeah, right. I don't know. You know, it's fine. I'll I'll make you play. It's cool. <laughs> play uh old play real league and use all our free characters because I've forgotten my account that I used to have, so it's not real anymore. It don't matter, yeah. It's all free. <laughs> it is. It's all, it's <laughs> good for well, some people, bad for others. Nice yeah. partnership. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I played a little bit of Wild Rift on mobile and wasn't I wasn't captured by it by no means. It was okay. But uh, I'm just not. I don't. I think it just comes down to me just not having. Like I don't sit down to play a mobile game very long, you know. So a match could take like what, 15 minutes or something. The run through and capture on, the on the mobile. Yeah, on the mobile ones. Yeah, so they're supposed to be a little bit shorter. These uh, regular style can run what 40 minutes or more. Yeah, probably depends on the, the skill of the players and stuff too. But I mean, I just don't. I just have a hard time sitting down and playing a mobile game like that. And the same thing goes with Diablo Immortals. I've, I don't even think I've turned it on since the last time we talked about it. Um, yeah, I've played it twice. It's yeah. it was good. It's cool. What yeah, yeah, with, with a little bit of play, but just haven't you know logged in and done the thing. I like logging in, clicking some stuff, and logging out. You know, being being done. <laughs> that's that's uh, how I like to play my mobile games. Yeah, very. Uh, what Heck, was it? Um, I got into uh, the clicker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and I'm about to tell you one. I'm about to tell everybody one because I'm oh, very, no. very impressed with this one. This is the first one I've ever played, right? So this one doesn't have any. I didn't see any ads, any ads. It's a free game, free game you can get on Google Play Store, and it's an idle game, and it's not pay to win. So figure that one out, right? Does it sound real? But so go in your go in your your cellular device and look up Hades Star. And gotcha, uh, I'm gonna look up right now. Look that guy up and uh, give give him a quick install. It seems like a small team. It's a it's a strategy uh, idle game in space. So you're 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 moving goods around, trade goods. You're making ships. You're making little like space stations and stuff. Very simplistic graphically. Very simplistic. Uh, but it's but it's cool. I don't know something about it. It's, it's very very captivating and you know this stuff obviously takes time to build and stuff obviously it's always going to be in a game but it's not it don't have like a pay to win model so it's not like it's you early can, access too no no that's no there's another one don't don't get the whatever that one is oh there, no okay there's another one you almost got me click on that, that developer. Was dark nebula yeah gotcha. so you just want the radio hades star i think it's called straight up 
give that a try on your off time and, and that's one you can jump in and click some stuff and jump out and you're done and, uh, <laughs> you know you don't have to obligate too much I like the simplistic of it it's just really very simple anyways and we're not a mobile gaming podcast here <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted I, I wanted to tell you about that because I meant to tell you earlier because I know you like your you like your clickers just as much as I do uh, yeah, oh yeah it really so. does it Give that guy a try and see see what you think after like a week. See where you stand on it. I'm only I'm only a day or two in right now, so it's very early impressions. But we'll see. Next, though, something we're gonna also find out is a Plague Tales Requiem. Looks like we have some gameplay trailer. Got a little more information on it now. Did you play the first one? I think I've asked you this question. Before. I didn't. It's uh, it's on my install list though. Gotcha. Every time I see a trailer for this, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got to go back and play the first one. Yeah, I don't think the first one got a whole lot of hype when it came out. I, and I've seen it a lot. You know, I've seen it on sales and I've seen it on Steam. I've seen it on PlayStation. I see it everywhere. And I never knew what the game was until like maybe within the last year. I, I looked into it and it was one of the free games they gave out on PlayStation, actually, on the PlayStation Plus collection. Or not the collection, the PlayStation Plus subscription. And, uh, I looked it up and people are really raving about it and uh, how well it is put together. And it's kind of like a mixture of like, you know, survival horror kind of deal where you're trying to make it through. And I think you got some powers. You can control the rats and stuff like that. Uh, you can't uh, get mad at that. You know, love controlling yeah. rats. Uh, best it's thing. Nothing better. Best thing about uh, Dishonored uh, is controlling the rats. But it looks good. What do you think of this gameplay? It looks very clean, uh, well put together. Kind of gives me like a little bit of Last of Us vibes, as well. Uh, looking at some mm-hmm. of it, but man, look at them rats just consuming people. It's fantastic. Very pretty game, though. It like, looks pretty. Even though it's dark and, and gritty, but it's yep. dark and gritty. Kind of gives you like that Black Plague kind of air of uh, looks. Yes. Man, just look at the, the swarms of rats are just beautiful though. They really, they really nailed it. <laughs> if they wanted to make a gameplay about rats, <laughs> like this is this is what this is it. This is right here. This is what I always wanted. Hail the Rat King. Next though, we got Forza Motorsports. A little less rats in this game. Uh, a few, few less. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to go too deep into Forza Motorsports. Uh, everybody knows what it is. A realistic sim of a race car, race race car game. That sounds childish. <laughs> oh, look <laughs> at my race car game. <laughs> look at oh, it. That's a realistic racing sim. Uh, I do like. Uh, I did. Pl- I don't know which one I played last, but probably like four or something like that. But I, I did have a lot of fun with the Forza series. I think it was probably one of my main, like most favorite like racing games. And I didn't play much Horizon recently and uh, i had that installed for some time and i i think i just recently uninstalled it because i just don't i didn't see where you could customize the cars like you're just buying cars and driving them i like to get into the car and like start i like to buy a like a crap car you know and then start putting nicer motors and brakes kind of like how the need for speed model is uh i really dug mm-hmm. that because um, you could take like a, a crap like mazda maata or something and, and turn it into like a, like a beast <laughs> And it shouldn't even be that nice, but it is. But Need for Speed Heat did a fantastic job kind of giving you a throwback to how they used to do it. And I thought it was pretty good. But uh, 
you racing some cars in Forza Motorsport here in the next 12 months? Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to check out Horizon 5. Um, I did play a tiny bit of that. But um, the the sim ones, I'm not really as much on. I don't know. It's tough. You know, it's, it's a I hard thing a hard to get into. Concentrating with it. Yeah. It's one of those games I, you play. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, and I don't know as much about uh, cars like I used to. I don't keep up on everything. When I was younger, I did. And then the kind of like, I guess my brain was like, we're going to make space for other things. So <laughs> that didn't make the cut. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just. It's, uh, you know, I think they're very pretty. They do look very pretty. They are one of the closest to like, I think the just car games itself are usually the closest to visually being like real, I guess, telling differences between is it's it's crazy how far they're they're advancing in that. That's one thing I always give credit to for for the newer um, racing games and Sims. Yeah, and I think I I do think Forza has taken the title of best racing sim. Even though this game's not out, I don't think I don't think Gran Turismo is going to stand up to this. Uh, they they dump a lot of money into this series, actually. Uh, even though it is just a racing game, there's there's a lot invested uh, in these games. You know, licensing for a lot of the parts and cars, and there's a oh, lot yeah. that goes into the like the track design, and, and it's a lot of stuff that goes into these games. And um, graphically, I guess you know, it's it's like you said, it's just incredibly impressive what they can do with this game. Uh, you know, it's one of those ones like it's going to come out on Game Pass. I'm probably going to I'm probably going to try it, you know, and, and see what it's like, because I did enjoy playing like whatever when I played on 360. It was it was cool. And I like the I like the customization. You can create your, your own like liveries, of, like paint jobs on your cars, uh, which is really cool. You can make your own graphics and stuff. Uh, There's a lot of depth to it when it comes to that. And and I like that. You know, I like being able to take my car and make it my own car, you know. Uh, and I also like the first person view. I like seeing the, the instruments in the car. You know, you see your steering wheel turning and doing the thing. That's usually how I played that game was first person view. Um, just right in the window. Yeah, you, can, you, you know, you can use your, you can rotate your head, use the mirrors. It just felt more of an immersive experience like that. Uh, you know, when I wanted to look at my car top down, that was more on the, like the level of like a game like Need for Speed. Like I'm not going to play a Need for Speed game first, like first person. It's just too fast, too too much going on, you know. Whereas this, too you fast. you too got yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. This, you know, you got you just focusing on like the cars on the track and the track itself and the beauty of like the the inside the car and stuff is really nice. I think right the whole what this game is actually about it focuses so much more on that aspect of it for yep. for what the real the realer side of it instead of ripping it at 150 towards a corner <laughs> yeah, yeah. and then they, <laughs> you know yeah. e-break it or sideways around that s-track i mean sure you can do it but <laughs> yeah, yeah not like that which is not a, not <laughs> efficient you know? no, no, no. Oh, about shaving yeah, seconds off that lap track yeah yeah i played uh when i did play a little bit of horizon i played that uh you know, top down. I didn't play that first person either because I just don't feel like it's the right game for that. You know, I feel like you need to be in that. You need to be in the car when you play motorsport. You just need to be sitting in that seat, really getting in the all the exhaust streams in your face and stuff. You know, <laughs> really taking it in. <laughs> 
Speaking of Sims, though, we got Microsoft Flight Simulator getting some updates. It looks like Microsoft Flight Simulator is celebrating its 40th anniversary with the addition of tons of new aircraft, including gliders and helicopters. Uh, additionally, Xbox announced that Halo-themed vehicles are coming to the game today, and players will be able to fly the USNC Pelican, uh, which is exciting. Uh, I played a lot of Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, X, I think it was called, the one before this one. Uh when that was a big thing or if it was ever a big thing, maybe it was a big thing for me, but it might've been, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying that to me. I don't, I don't remember ever playing any flight simulators except like a long, long time ago, seeing like the old, old one where, you know, like a lot of the older men now they're, they're like, yeah, I slap that joystick right on here. <laughs> it's, it's you're looking at the lines you're like, Oh, got to check these numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I used to get real, real big into this. Actually, I was, I've really enjoyed flight simulator games, uh, all the way back to like, I think there was one called Total War. F twenty two Total War was a like a jet simulating fighting game where you fly F twenty twos. That was way back on PC. Uh, then I was able to eventually pick up Microsoft Flight Simulator, but it was a high, it was a very demanding game for a PC because you know they don't they don't cut no slack on them graphics. Uh, no, <laughs> in, in, sim, in these in these type of simulator games, anyways. But I had a lot of fun playing the first one. I've been reluctant to, to try the new one just because I don't. Before I did have the joystick and stuff, you know. I you know, I went all all out on this and I played a lot of it and, and flew a lot of planes. I did mods. I download planes and stuff and install into the game. You Look know, to you. I was I was into it, man. Like this, this was my thing for a minute. Like you know how you get a thing, you know what your thing is. <laughs> yeah. And this this yeah. was it for like quite a bit of time for me. And I, you know, it was just cool. I had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> I don't know. Mine was Dynasty Warriors. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what happened. <laughs> that's that's where we went. That's probably about <laughs> the same time frame, right? So I'm in here toggling yeah, my joysticks yeah. and calling flight control and planning my routes, calling into the the tower, you know, and you're over there. Yelling in some kind of Japanese accent at uh, your fallen, yeah, your fallen family. Up, <laughs> new dynasties and taking over, you know, yeah. old ones that don't need to be in there fighting the, the <laughs> war of the three countries, <laughs> the three kingdoms. That's it. Yeah. yeah, that's great. Check that out. Hey, you know, we can make a company expense and get you a new uh, flight stick. Oh man, don't 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 <laughs> really tell me now. Get in there. I don't think my yeah. computer can really run it. I think I'm going to have to play it on the <laughs> on the Xbox, but. <laughs> <laughs> only one way to find it. Yeah, they, yeah. they make them for I can get you one that's compatible for that Xbox and the PC. They yeah, just released a newer one not long ago. The Thrustmaster or something. <laughs> yeah, the Thrustmaster. Yeah. <laughs> pew pew comes with two uh what is your throttle and your, your stick. Yeah, yeah gotta have the stick. You gotta get all the y'all you yeah. can, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's cool. I, I'm excited to see that they're adding some more content to it. I might actually try this on eventually. I'll download it on console. It's, it's probably also the size of the hard drive, which is a stellar thing. Uh, True. We'll see. Um, but I'm excited to see. I'm glad they're they're still. I think this one's doing a lot more. It's, it's a lot more successful than the last one, I think, because a lot of people became pretty big fans from the last one, you know. <laughs> uh, but. That's cool. Uh, it's, it's cool that they're adding some some unique uh, Microsoft additioned aircraft into the game as well. Oh, the, there was an update too. I think for a Top Gun update for the new Top Gun. It was, uh, yeah, thing as well. I, and I, that's when I was like, man, I really need to just download this and, and give it a try. I, 
I need to I need to be Tom Cruise for a day. And this might be the way to Screw do that. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Next, though, we got Overwatch Two was announced a 2022 October release at an Xbox and Bethesda showcase. Gave us a look at the new looks and the characters. Additionally, we met Overwatch's newest character, the Junker Queen, who is a gladiator oh, warrior yeah. from the Badlands. That uses a level action, a lever action shotgun, and a large axe. Overwatch Two early access begins on October fourth, twenty twenty two. So, you being a big Overwatch guy at one point, what do you think? Uh, I missed like part of the showcase, but. It's about time they brought the Chunker Queen because they've only been talking about doing that for like, I don't know, three years or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's going to make me go back and play it. I mean, it's... <laughs> is this going to be free to play? It says yeah. free to play. Everyone's too free to play. <laughs> I don't know. I'll probably end up going to see it, but I, I just don't know if I can get back into it like I was. But... I mean, if they're they, I've I've seen they keep they've been changing so much stuff about it. I don't know. It's gonna be a maybe for me now. I've I've been so like, I guess I I lost, uh, or backed out on Overwatch like, way before all this new stuff started happening. I used to keep like up on it a lot too, but that's the thing with these games, right? In. Yeah, it's you got to be in it. Like you got to be in it all the time. Like, like if I go log in like, like Counter Strike right now, I'm obviously not going to kill anybody. You know, it's like, yeah, it's just been too long. It's too long. You're out of the game too long, and people the keep, meta changes so yeah, much. It's it, just, and people keep getting better, and I keep getting worse, and it just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't help. <laughs> Don't have the reaction times of these young young lads out here. You know, don't have it anymore. Yeah, I never thought it would happen, but yeah. it did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if anybody's ever listening, you know, to this, you will get old and you will suck at games one, at one point. <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know, it hits you when you turn a game on, you feel overwhelmed by not knowing how to play the game and you, you yeah. don't even play it anymore. I have these problems yeah. now that I turn on games that I, I think I want to play and I know I'm going to like, like strategy game stuff or like, mm -hmm. sur like I've turned on like surviving Mars. I don't know how many times. And I just feel so overwhelmed by uh, just like picking the landing site and, and like, setting it up and getting ready to do the, 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 the set of the colonization. It's just so much to read and so many menus that I just feel like overwhelmed and I just can't do it anymore. Beforehand, I would just get in there is. and <laughs> just click stuff and oh, yeah, I figured it out. And there's not even a tutorial in the game, you know, but now I, it just kind of throws you in. Yeah. Well, th no, there is a tutorial in the Surviving Mars game because I played it and I still don't understand what I'm doing. Which is which is the scarier part? Uh, but I was just saying beforehand, like older games, there wasn't a tutorial. That is like here's here's the game, you know, oh, enjoy. True. And I'm just like, oh yeah, I know how to play this game. You spend like three minutes and like, oh yeah, this is exactly what you do. That goes away. That 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 goes away uh, as you get older. And now it's just like, huh? And I need yeah. I have to reread the text like 14 times to even grasp what it's telling me. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't know. You're your big adult brain now thinks of too many things. You're like, oh, I got to place this somewhere that's important for the people. Uh, yeah. I really got to make sure it's got good land. I mean, pretty much. <laughs> I got to have good, good septic and crops. It's <laughs> it just, <laughs> but if there's no schools nearby, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. I don't know. Your lot. brain finds too many other things to think about on making decision wise instead of just doing it. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's a, you know, you're probably spot on because I do, I do sit there and think like, okay, I need to, like, I need to do the thing, but I don't like, I spend so much time thinking about what to do and why to do it that I just don't even do it at all. <laughs> like I just don't even play yeah. the game because <laughs> yeah. it's not a permanent, it's not a, I need to tell myself it's not permanent. It's not a permanent choice. I can play it. I could play another <laughs> game. I could start a new game, you know, but every time I play a game like that, it's like, Oh, you know, I got to pick the, I got to pick the right technology to research. Cause if I don't, it might, I it might I'm not going to start uh, over. Yeah. I don't yeah. want to do it. I'm yeah. not going to watch the trailer or yeah. the, the story again. I don't want to do it. It's terrible. Like, you know how many yeah. times I've played the Factorio tutorial? It's, emba- it's, <laughs> it's an embarrassing amount of time. <laughs> yeah, it's spent more time in that than the actual game. Yeah, I, I just, I, all my hours logged on Steam, half of that is probably tutorial. <laughs> just to figure out the mechanics of that game, it's, which is just an astronomical amount of things going on. But, yeah, that's just old age. And I just don't know. <laughs> just what that is. <laughs> I need just very simple. I need just simple. Just give me the most simple concept. I like that idol game I just sent you. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, fantastic. Man. Yeah. Yep. Next, though, we got an area, era, history, untold. Ara, era. One of the two. Announced Ara. just a few days before, era, history, untold is a turn based historical ga- grand strategy game. It'll be available on day one on Windows PC with PC Game Pass, though a release date hasn't yet to be announced. So maybe this is more more up our alley here. Another Civ style. Civ style game, yep. Oh. Uh, they just came out with one, I thought, though. Humankind, wasn't that one recently? Yeah, uh, Humankind's a recent one. Uh, which was basically like a, a clone of Civ, I think, from what I've seen of it. Maybe a couple of different mechanics, but it looked very similar. Uh, yeah, but this looks cool. Still no gameplay in this. I'm willing to check it out if it's on Game Pass. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm in it. <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forget how many hours you had logged in Civ, but it was it was quite a few, quite a few hours. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Between yeah. the new one and the old one, six and five. <laughs> but it's good. I enjoy it. Outer Scrolls Online, High Isles. Uh, so more content coming out of Scrolls, which is surprising that uh, I didn't know that. I didn't realize this series uh, been going on for so long. But it's been quite yeah, some time. Huge plan. Quite some time. Uh, you said you played some of this on uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, does the expansion Yeah, does it? But <laughs> do you know if like sir. the expansions like? Do you have to play them all or can you just like, okay, I'm going to play base game in high aisles or I'm going to play, you know, more win or something like that. Um, you, like all your characters start in the same, uh, like they all have different starting points. I think it's usually like three of the races start in like one place. I think there's three main ones. If I remember correctly from when I was playing it, but I know you start there, but then you can travel to all the other places and you don't I don't think you have to play them to be able to play the next one. It's it's basically how those online games do. You can kind of jump around and do different ones. It's the same way, like how comparing it like to WoW, like you don't have to play that first expansion. You could go jump and play the third one if you want. Gotcha. Um, 
so you could jump around i i didn't realize that they were releasing another one i know they usually do like three or four a year i want to say like drops of stuff on the in the game yeah it seems like uh they i feel like they just came out with one not long ago with a gray gray something uh yeah great gray more or gray something like that had some dragons i think had some skyrim uh content i think it was from what I recall, yeah, I can... it, it was based. It was based in Skyrim, and I think it dealt with dragons. Was it the vampires? What, they did a vampire one too. Uh, it might have been before that one. Maybe I don't also, follow that tightly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is. It is one of those it, it, those series I've always wanted to try, but yet again, it's like uh, it's a lot of time obligation. Yeah, yeah. I was just say I'll tell you, you don't have enough time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The amount that you probably would want to play it. MMOs are just, I always want to play them, but I just don't, I don't, I, I don't think my body will let myself do it. It's just a massive time thing. I mean, there's really like, that's the only way to get good at those games is to dump hundreds of hours into it, uh, which I just don't, I just don't have. But something you can dump hundreds of hours in as well as Fallout 76. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, some more hundreds of hours on a yeah. time for. Yeah. So you get some, it looks like Fallout 3 content put in the 76, uh, the pit, which uh, they've talked cool. about this before, right? They they, they did say this was going to come out. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm looking at it. It looks good. Looks like it's something enjoyable, a lot of action. Uh, this game really has evolved graphically. I don't remember it looking this good. but uh, Yeah, they've done a lot to it. Looks good. You know, more Fallout suits, more laser blasters and, and ghouls. You know, all that good stuff and Fallout. I really like the Fallout world, so that's another one I, I never checked out. <laughs> Probably gets the same reason, right? No. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, I'm sure a lot of people will be excited to get more content out there for Fallout 76, uh, especially in the wake of the delay of Starfield. So That's cool. Uh, next, we have Forza Horizon 5, a Hot Wheels DLC. There you uh, go. They made it for you. <laughs> <laughs> they heard you like the Lego, uh, that one Lego racer. Oh Let's my gosh, see. what was the one racer? Uh, the Hot Wheels it was Unleashed. A little while back, it was Hot Wheels. Yeah, they yeah. heard it. They're like, give they're it like, yeah, they're probably like, wow, that Hot Wheels game's doing really well. Let's just go ahead and put this in our game. <laughs> Phil, Phil got on the line with the the, Ferrari, the, the Horizon. <laughs> All right, guys, you got to put Hot Wheels in there. <laughs> But didn't they already do this stuff in like previous Horizon installments where people made their own custom stuff? I, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I don't follow this closely either. But I do remember seeing clips of people racing on like Hot Wheels tracks from some time <laughs> ago. <laughs> it looks cool, though. I'm not going to complain. It looks very neat. Uh, some of the co- community contents was going to make all this shine, though. Uh, when you start getting community tracks out there, that's going to be fantastic. Uh, let's see, Arc Two. So Vin Diesel and all of his digital gloriness. Uh, <laughs> I, I said it. I was like, I was like, who is that? Is that Vin, why, why is Vin Diesel on there? And I was like, oh, that's right. He's you always forget about it. <laughs> I said he's in that game that's like Arc, but it's not Arc. Because <laughs> I made that up in my head, I guess. So yeah. then all of a sudden, Arc Two comes in. I was like, yeah, yeah, you're right. It's just Arc Two. I forgot he's in that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, about to load up this trailer here. Did you see this one in person? Did you catch this uh, part? Yes. 
What, yeah, what do you, what you think? Where are you at on it? Why, uh, why I flick through this thing here? I think it's they just showed a cinematic trailer, I believe. Yeah, it's just going to be more arc. <laughs> and Vin Diesel's in it. Let's not forget. It's just going to be more Vin Diesel arc. <laughs> that's what the game was missing, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Conan has Conan, and then Vin arc Diesel needs Vin Diesel. <laughs> he looks so. It looks so strange seeing him like as a digital, digital person. I don't know. Thick. Yeah, sorry. I don't know. He is. He is rather thick on top of his. Uh, armored bone armored out uh t-rex yeah uh so it's planned to release next year 2023 day one release for game pass uh this is gonna be this is definitely gonna be a try for me uh even though i got my i got my beef with arc and some of the things that happen and how you do things and the quality that game came out originally uh but i think there's a good game in there and i think two is going to answer a lot of that so hope so I, I do love survival games and the concept of it. And I, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't hate dinosaurs, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, for a theme. I've never played any theme of a game that had dinosaurs in it like this. So that's always interesting. So, yeah, I think that's definitely going to be one of my, I'm probably going to install this on day one and try it out. Uh, 2023. I'll be in there, uh, uh, punching dodos and maybe this <laughs> with you. Maybe this is Grand the game trees, we can have an on, ongoing server we can just constantly log into forever and upgrade our uh, our, be bad. our dinosaur base. Uh, yeah, our dinosaur army. <laughs> we will rise an empire <laughs> of, of the, probably the most crappiest dinosaurs ever, but we have just a bunch of long necks, whatever they were called, bron- bronchiosauruses. <laughs> Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> With dodos riding on their backs. Yes, absolutely. That's the only ones. We'll and we do. never, never use tools to cut down trees. We only punch them down. <laughs> yeah. Just hope your character is not always cold. I just I remember that always being a, a deal. <laughs> I don't think it matters where you are in there. You're going to be cold or sweaty <laughs> or wet. <laughs> yeah, you, you just, your character is constantly hyperventilating. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. So this next one we got on the list, Scorn. Now, this is one I was actually pretty excited about. Uh, I seen some early, early gameplay of this when it was first announced, like maybe two years ago. Yeah, uh, this is old, right? Yeah. So I've seen some stuff of this, and uh, it looks like it's finally coming to be something uh, coming out in the next twelve months. But it says an extremely graphic and wet gameplay. Uh, it's our favorite. <laughs> Everything's wet and dark and damp. You know? Yes, very dank. We, um, it says the HR. Geiger inspired world features plenty of fleshy gore with every surface and characters made uh, being made of bloody skin, organs, and bones. Scorn was also announced to be released on October 21st, 2022, and it'd be available day one on Game Pass. Um, so this is like a mixture of like Dante's Inferno with like Doom. Uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit of Prey. <laughs> Uh, it's hard to really describe, but you have to look it up because the uh, like the monsters and stuff in it, or whatever the enemies is, very grotesque, bloody, very disgusting, and everything's just, just ooey gooey, and not the like mac and cheese way. Um, oh. <laughs> a lot of tentacles and wetness, uh, you know. 
you know how that goes but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That but it's exciting i think this one looks very unique to some of the other stuff coming out and uh i think it's going to be a standout on game pass really i'm going to be in this i'm going to be in this probably day one yeah i know it's it's, it's very grotesque and it's very uh, it's, damp and yeah. it's unsettling looking at a lot of the visuals in that game and i like it <laughs> it pleases me. It pleases my retinas. <laughs> no. Yes. No, like <laughs> yes, the way that man's tentacle is waving through the atmosphere, so it's nice. <laughs> my retinas are so tantalizingly <laughs> off. Or maybe quivering. Uh, uh, quivering. Yeah. With yeah. the pleasurable <laughs> sight of flesh and gore. I hate it. What, where are we? <laughs> Uh, yeah. This is. Uh. <laughs> oh yes. I got weird. <laughs> Flintlock: The Siege of Dawn, <laughs> third-person action RPG in which we, which you wield both guns and melee weapons. It will be released in early 2023 and is available day one on Game Pass. So Flintlock. See what we got here. Uh, this made me think of how Greedfall kind of looks and plays it kind of felt like that except you got a little uh some kind of creature buddy with you that lets you do abilities and some magic stuff too. is that is that a game i should play by the way just throwing that out there Greedfall? yeah uh sure <laughs> is it is, is it too revolutionary warish for me is, is what i'm asking no it, it's got a lot of other stuff like i believe like eventually there's like monsters and stuff once you get to the I don't think I made it past the first part, and that's upsetting because I really wanted to play the game a bunch, and it's just my brain wouldn't let me do it. I couldn't get focused <laughs> enough on it, but I know there's a good game in there. Mm. It got recommended. Um, I mean, it I got recommended, and it, it seems like I over yeah. a positively reviewed game uh, from what I've seen. But. It's it's a me problem. I really struggle with the beginnings of games. Once I get into them, I'm fine, mm. but it's like an uphill battle. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> They need to start you like 10 hours in. They need an alternate yeah, intro yeah, yeah. for you. <laughs> I believe that game works like there's eventually an island that you go to where it's like your whole game. I need to get to that because <laughs> it definitely opens up. And I think it's like a, uh, a decision based thing of where you're picking sides on certain things and it changes outcomes in the game and all that. Mm. But it also has a pretty solid skill tree and you pick uh, between three different classes, like a magic magic a uh, beefy class and uh, a ranged trickster or trap class gotcha that's not flintlock though no that's not flintlock flintlock. <laughs> flintlock's a little different <laughs> i was flicking through it while you're ranting going about uh, cre- cre- creed creed fall creed fall creed <laughs> cream cream fall mm. i i'm this, is, this <laughs> episode's really going down going down but, the uh, hill Flintlock does remind me of that, though, but a little less uh, RPG combat-ish thing going on. Looks yeah. more fast-paced action uh, combat. Looks good. It looks like they're going to do a lot of... Uh, it reminds me of Bloodborne with the mixture of melee and, and the Flintlock. Yeah. Uh, you know, looks like you're doing some Flintlock and the, the, the set yourself up for some melee action. Uh, in some God of War combat, too. Yeah, Flintlock's a, it's a strange uh, weapon to choose... Uh, Realistically, you're only going to be able to shoot that once, so not quite the <laughs> weapon I would bring to combat, but don't know how that works in the gameplay either, but I'm assuming it just keeps firing. 
Uh, she just keeps pulling out uh, flintlocks. Yeah. <laughs> you got a bag of loaded flintlocks. Flint <laughs> uh, you're going to get it. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I, I, I'm, I'm interested about what the, the, the creature you have with you that kind of looks like a magic fox. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That does look pretty, pretty, uh, pretty cool. It looks like there's some magic stuff mixed in there, too. Um, Magic, some some skeletons and and flintlock, you know, some of that. It does Skelly look good. Boys. It looks it looks pretty. Uh, this is another one I'm I'm highly willing to check out when this comes out. Mm-hmm. So, Minecraft Legends, more stuff hey. from Minecraft, but it says it's a new Brand action new. strategy game coming to Xbox and PC next year in 2023. From the gameplay trailer, it seems you're leading a Leading, leading a minions. I don't know who typed that. <laughs> from sheer to creepers against a invading hordes of piglins from the nether. Man, it feels like I just had a stroke reading <laughs> the description <laughs> on that. Uh, so it's their newest project they're going to be putting out. Day one game pass. Uh, more Minecraft stuff. A lot of strategy. A lot of strategy stuff coming out. That's very true. Very true. I know I'm tired of watching this boys ad on Prime Video, so that could please <laughs> go away. I get it. I get it. Let's see. Minecraft Legends here. What do we got here? Some cinematics. We're reading some books. Skipping through villagers. Mm, Nether portal. What? What is this game? So you're like rallying up uh, the creatures, and you're like sending them in the fight, but you can also run in there on your. Your horsey horse and fight too. Oh yeah, I see now. Oh, you got a little flag. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. on me, skeletons. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, skelly boys. <laughs> My bee army. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> Attack! It looks Yo, cool. Uh, where do you? Uh, where do you? Where do you want to be on this? I feel like this is something I, I, play it, so. I need to try. I, I, I have. Be- I've yet to try the other one. What's the other one called? Dungeons? Uh, Dungeons, that's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, I didn't try that yet. This looks cool, though. I'm, 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 I'm in it. I'm going to try it, for sure. Yeah, It can't get any... Uh, you know, it's going to be Minecraft, so it's going to be what it is, but... <laughs> yeah. It can't get... It can't be that so bad, right? Yeah, you know what you're getting when you're going in, at least. Yeah. <laughs> it's real blocky. <laughs> That's uh, a was that day one game pass too? Yep. Yeah, because they own them <laughs> along with everything You're else. Right, they do. They do. <laughs> Most uh, of this stuff is actually day one. Yeah, a lot of it. Well, you know, they own a lot of these companies, so that's kind of cool. But you don't have to ever buy a game on Xbox as long as you get Game Pass, which is my strategy. That's uh, <laughs> that's how you're living your best yeah, Xbox life. Yeah, that's it right there. Sounds like something a PlayStation fan would say, huh? <laughs> oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lightyear Frontier, next game up, is a mech exploration and farming game. Sort of like Stardew Valley with giant mechanical suits. Oh, yeah. It's a non-violent game. Oh, hold on. You're giving me a mech suit, but it's a non-violent game. That's yeah, not. man. It's peaceful mech suits. <laughs> Where you, no you guns. make <laughs> distant planets and building farms on them. This game also features cooperative play with up to three friends. (laughs) 
It's released in spring of 2023 as a day one game pass uh, game. So I'll watching this. And you can have like a fire hose up to yours. Oh, that'd be sick. Arm so good. This is really cool looking. I'm not going to lie. He's, he just morphed into a tank. Uh, mm-hmm. They traverse the, the landscape ever so smoothly. I, I dig that. I can't deny that I have a weird obsession with farming things in games. I don't know what it is. Uh, now you're going to make some mech suit in that with watering hoses and all this other option, you know, <laughs> equipment you can carry with you to do your job even easier. Uh, that's just it's, it's so smart. I really like the the title, how they did the title animated like that. It's really cool. Light Year Frontier. So this is definitely going to be a, this might be more up on my list and uh, some of the games that I've seen already. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. this is going to shoot higher on your on your to try first. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. This is exciting looking. It looks like a mixture of like uh, like No Man's Sky mixed with like uh, like they said, Stardew. And a little bit of satisfactory in there, I can see too. Uh, just kind of how it like, graphically looks. But it's exciting. I'm, this is definitely going to be up on the list. Uh, Gunfire Reborn. Gunfire Reborn is a shoot 'em up roguelike. So this is more up your alley here. Got the yeah, roguelike. I can't not play it. Got to try all the roguelikes, right? Yeah, I don't have a choice. And you play as little, uh, what are they? They dogs? They all dogs? They're little animals. Little animals. Is it a dog or is it a cat? That's a kitty right there. Or is it a fox? I saw me a dog, though. I couldn't tell you what's going on in this, but. Uh... <laughs> Let's see here. Next up, we got the last case of Benedict Fox. Last case of Benedict Fox is a new story focused uh, Metrovania game with a, go- a gothic art style. The trailer showed how gameplay will revolve around entering the consciousness of dead persons and supernatural abilities. It releases in spring of 2023 and day one game pass. Let me tell you about this one. This was pretty high up on my list from the showcase. Mr. Benedict Fox. Yes, I was very interested in it. Just the when he starts to get the powers Yeah, mm. uh, in the trailer here. Yeah, I'm flicking through here. It looks like I, I really like the art style already. Uh, it looks pretty good. Oh, got a little bit of flashlight limbo action in there. Uh, tentacles, obviously, got to be in every game. Right. Uh, nice little pistol action. I'm digging this. I think this looks good. Uh, where does it stand along Silk Song with you, though? Because these are very similar games. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I I'll play Silk Song if they're first, if they're out at the same time. But uh, this this just looked interesting for something new. It's more of a horror style Metrovania, or, uh, which is neat. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, I would check this out. There's a lot of stuff coming out spring. It's, it's just says spring. So you're going to play a lot of games next spring. Hands are going to be hurting. Yeah. Uh, this also felt like in some areas, very Lovecraftian. <clears throat> mm. I mean, there's tentacles and then he's got something that's uh, following around, talking to him, giving him some kind of powers. Makes sense. Yeah, let me <laughs> in. Yeah, let me help you. <laughs> Grab my strong hand. Yeah, just take it. 
And it's just a tentacle. It'll help. <laughs> yeah. It'll really help you out. As Dusk Falls, as Dusk Falls is the first uh, is the first game from Interior slash Night. It features a rotoscope graphics and be interactive drama playable with up to eight. Well, they didn't finish what they were typing there. Apparently, it releases on July nineteenth. <laughs> just see, it's playable with up to eight. I might imagine people, but July nineteenth releases on Xbox Game Pass Day One. So very soon, very soon indeed playing as dust falls yes. is this a quarry quarry like game i'm assuming uh, yeah i was gonna say i think this is gonna fit real well for anybody that likes the dark picture games and uh life is strange sort of with a narrative style narrative driving where you're choosing but i believe this one from some of the previews that it shows uh where it branches out um hmm. it shows multiple multiple paths uh which reminded me of detroit Ooh, gotcha. uh, so I'm, I'm assuming this is going to be also very replayable and, and basically whoever you're playing with, it chooses how your story goes from whatever they do and whatever you decide. So definitely it makes it fun for, for having a group of people play. Are these like still motion graphics? It seems like it was some sort of, I don't Yeah. Yeah. I, everybody's in like a, uh, like a, almost a cell shade. Yeah. And it's like, like comic, like like a comic book scene. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. Comic guys, that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> that's the uh, word. Uh, they don't look like a comic book, but it's just like how they do no. the action panels, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's how that's going to play out. That's interesting. I've never seen anything like that. That's that's pretty cool. Must have had a low budget for animation. Uh, they made it work, though. It looks like. <laughs> The, the story seems pretty interesting too. It's pretty like intertwined. Yeah, it could be cool. Uh, day one Game Pass, so you know people were going to try it out. Especially like you said, people big fans of Life is Strange. Uh, that was on Game Pass recently. At it, uh, and the Quarry uh, just came out as well. And I think I don't know if that was, was that game doing well. I didn't even look. Uh, I haven't looked, but. I think it's doing uh, well. typically. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I expect it to. Uh, next, we got Naraka Blade Point. Uh, no, Naraka Blade Point is coming to consoles for the first time with crossplay confirmed in a new campaign mode. Naraka Blade Point releases on Xbox on June twenty third, twenty twenty two. Know anything about Naraka Blade Point? I originally so it's a battle royale. But I originally thought it was the one that was on the PlayStation. Remember that one that, oh. that came out a while back? That we were talking about <laughs> with the the weird, uh, not so cool name. Yeah. What was yeah. that game called? Th this is what I thought, but this one you, looks like. I don't know if it's going to be character based that you select, but it's it's mainly just all weapons. I don't think there's any guns, like actual. Is it all melee? Weapon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was. This yeah. is the, like a samurai. Um, well, not samurai, but like Japanese version of this of a yeah. battle royale, which is it, I think graphically it looks it looks great. I have not tried any of this. Uh, now I am gonna try this, but this will be fun. <laughs> get in there and just get chopped up and like oh done with this game. <laughs> yeah. This is soon. I can try this like in uh, eleven days. <laughs> yeah, very very soon. Uh, next we got Pentiment. 
Obsidian revealed their next game, Pentiment, as a narrative crime story set in 16th century Bavaria. Pentiment follows Andreas Maller, a traveling artist who stops by an ab- abbey to make an illuminated a manuscript. But the story takes a turn when Andreas' mentor is accused of murder. Now it's time. Now it's your job to solve the case, and apparently it could take up to 25 years. Andreas will keep getting caught up in incidences. What am I looking at here? It's a very different like storybook style game, which is a neat way to go about it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. If, uh, uh, this is not what, I accept, <laughs> not what I expected from Obsidian. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure the dialogue, though, I'm sure it's going to be pretty funny and it's going to have a lot of really good twist in this. It looks pretty cool. Uh, I wonder how replayable this is. Because it looks like choice might matter, you know? But maybe yeah, not. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it all just still comes out in the wash at the end. Uh, it's hard to tell. But Obsidian making this game, I mean, there's a lot of promise to it. It could be something very, very good. Looks like there's puzzles in there, too. There's a little bit. Yeah, I think I've seen a little bit of something in there. He was doing doing the thing, you know, for the puzzling. Doing the puzzling. <laughs> <laughs> doing the puzzling. Uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, well, did they give a date here? Where were we looking at? Don't see a date. But within the next 12 months, right? Because that was the whole point of this showcase. Yes. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> yeah. But hopefully it doesn't take 25 years to solve this case. Uh, my God, I think my Xbox will be outdated by then. Oh, my gosh. Next, we got Grounded coming out of early access in September. This is exciting. <laughs> they just added uh, some new content, some bug Bugs Fight Back or something content. I think it was called or something like that. I see yeah, you about to get a lot of content with yeah, this one. They're about to, to drop it hot in there with uh, especially it being the 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 actual release of the game, full content point version one It's going to be plenty of plenty of bug smashing and, and building, and hopefully they they fix that clipping thing with the ground. That was really that was really something. Yeah, you can't make your proper. Uh, they need to let you. They need to make you build a foundation, then you can build it on the foundation. That's what I was missing. They should really consult me with these because we played a lot of building games. Yeah, we played <laughs> a lot of building and crafting games. Uh, yeah, we don't play, yeah, we don't play them very long. We can tell you how to play the beginning of mostly every building game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Getting that long-term stuff. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't need I don't nothing. Know. Nothing like three tiers down the tech tree. Don't even bother putting it in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to make it there. Yeah. I'm going to want it. <laughs> But I had a lot of fun playing Grounded, and I played a couple solo sessions, and we played together that one time. That was a that was a great experience. We got so much farther than uh, I did, but by myself, uh, in a very short period of time. Yeah, like, we moved quick. Yeah, we we did the thing like fast. Uh, it took me a lot longer to get like some of that stuff, and I didn't even build a shelter on my personal account. It was just uh, just laying out. It's just putting stuff down where basically, you need it. basically, and that was another moment that I had. It's like I don't know where I need to put the workbench. What if the workbench is in the way of the wall that I might craft in like fourteen hours from now? You know, so it was a lot of consideration, right? Like you never think about that you could just uh, break the workbench. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's, 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 it's very like, permanent. <laughs> I need those three rocks. It's gonna take. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a permanent decision, man. 
I don't know what our structure was. It was it was supposed to be a wall, but it turned out to be like a fence. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. It was, it's a big, <laughs> big fence around our, our yeah, place. Yeah, because the, the crafty ants kept eating our, our meats on the spit. Freaking buggers. Ash dang buggers. <laughs> uh, but I'm excited to get back in there. We, we've only scratched the very base surface of the ground. And then there's so much stuff in that game that I can't. Like there's like underground stuff and everything we did. We don't even know where they even go for that. It's way more than just what's on the surface, uh, quite literally and figurative here. Yeah, and the with the game it says the whole yard is now open because that's I forgot that you couldn't even go to the whole yard before because I never tried. <laughs> I, I thought it <laughs> Which was means there's yeah. so much more. I didn't know that either. I thought I thought it was fairly large already uh, for yeah. what the play. I thought that was the playable space, and I was content with the size. But now that's even more daunting. <laughs> yeah, it shows them climbing towards like the house too. Yeah, I think when you get close to the house is where the nasties were, and I was too I was too scared to run over there. Uh, but maybe we'll uh, we'll jump back in there. It's not a maybe. It's definitely we're definitely jumping back in there. The control <laughs> scheme on that game was a little a little obtuse. Though. That was one that I struggled with the buttons for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. I think it wasn't the, the actual plan of the game. It was like the menuing. The menuing of the game was a little bit obtuse. It, it's like if you played it on PC, you wouldn't have a problem. It's more so just how and navigating through those. Like if you could move your mouse in there, just click, click, click. Yeah, it'd probably out, be a different story. It was like yeah, trying to figure out like how to open like the wheel, and then you had to go in the wheel to like hit crafting. It was something weird you had to do. I think it was instead of it just being like a hot button. Understandable. Next, we got Urban Shadow Legacy. Uh, set to release 2023. Confirmed day one on Game Pass. What what you see from this guy? Uh, this one was like a, a stealth game. I actually thought it was... Uh, what was the game called? Argami? I thought yes. it was like the third one of those. Um, but no, it's a totally different game. But it seems... a more so on the stealth side, but uh, that game is probably the closest I'd compare it to. Uh, but this has like futuristic robots that are running around, I guess, to trying to find this person that you're playing as. Mm. Looking that way, it looks pretty neat. Shadow poof and and move and climb and all kinds of shadows. I think you can hop from them too. Man, they didn't take that concept from uh. Splatoon, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. whatever, yeah, whatever. If it works, yeah. Think if you're playing Splatoon, but darker, <laughs> <laughs> but darker, a little less ink, getting your inklings everywhere. Diablo Four. Oh man, Diablo showed off his new Necromancer class, and it's also it's as its last new class confirmed for the game. We saw new gameplay uh, played on Xbox of the new character casting blood and bone spells as well as summoning undead minions. Diablo 4 will be released next year with cross-play and cross-progression on PC, Xbox One, PS5, PS4, and Switch. Diablo 4. We had a little bit of a discussion last week about Diablo 4. Does this help clear anything up? It did. It made me want it more. (laughs) It's really dark and gritty, and I like it. I like what they did with it, and uh, the uh, 
Is that the druid? He is a very large... I guess he or she are a very large beefcake. Not what I expected, but it's cool, because I'm going to turn into a bear, like, forever. I thought the, <laughs> the, the druid's supposed to be, like, a, a thinner thinner guy. Ah, he's thick. Is he thick boy in this? Yeah. I'm looking at it. It looks... Uh, it looks good. The graphics look much yeah. better than three. Yeah. Uh, and I thought three looked really good when it came out. Yeah. It looks really good. Everything just looks so wet. Crisp. The, Crisp the gra- wet. So that's what I guess that's what the future means. The more wet you can make something look, the better the graphics. I, I, I think that's yeah. I think there's some kind of scale in there. That's the connection. Uh, that's why I talked about that wet deck floor. I'm telling you. Yeah. The best deck water you see in, in ages. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've never seen a deck <laughs> be that wet before. <laughs> Not in the way it's wet. Yeah, uh, man. How this boss is utilizing these portals? That was that's some next gen stuff there. Yeah, this th- they're adding some kind of system there where you're in like I guess the playable world with everybody. Okay, so kind of like they did. People fight this like a raid boss. Mm. Man, do I like that though? Do I like the idea that it like shows it like shows up though out in the world if you're playing in like the big open ones. Gotcha. Like you could play, I think, in your worlds by like with you or solo worlds and friend worlds, but you can also join a public like open big place. Gotcha. I want to say that has multi multiple players. It looks good. I can see why this game's taking so long because this looks much better than I thought it would look. Like the graphically, this looks phenomenal and like the grass and stuff like the dead grass like how it's waving with the wind it looks really really interesting uh the magic looks very clean uh, i'm impressed with the way yeah. that looks uh very sparkly very magicy looking you know <laughs> very magic the way the magic should look even though it's magic not right. even real so how can i judge how it looks but it, that's how it You'll should say look. that that's how it looks you know yeah. the only the only way you get better magic is it's isn't harry pooter uh evident <laughs> <laughs> strong with the magic Harry Pooter in the gang the best Harry Pooter in all the lands Harry Pooter and the boys <laughs> uh, I'm excited for this it's really uh, really getting me excited here. yeah it changed your change your whole view on it didn't it that's how yeah. I, my mouth was dropped when I was watching this I was like I didn't think it could it could look better yeah it looks it looks phenomenal uh this looks much better than the Immortals game. What did they even do in that game then? Apparently, the um, the just the uh, environmental damage from the spells and and everything else that you use—it's crazy. Yeah, I'm excited for that. How many classes are you gonna make in this game? Oh, well, there's only five that I can pick from. So all five, at least gotcha. ten. <laughs> at least ten. I'm gonna already have the yeah. DLC uh, early access. I have to double it because I know I'm gonna make a. Are you gonna uh, jump a dude, bro, and a and a lady? You gonna jump right into uh, necromancer? Ah, it looks really cool. I don't know. I want to. I'll say I'll do that, but I end up wanting to do. End up wanting to do uh, druid. Gotcha. Yeah, you gotta start. Your first character has something you gotta have some some comfort with, you know, right? Something you, you've done before, you understand. And then that next character, you can make it just wild as all wild could be. Next, though, we got Sea of Thieves. 
CFC has announced a season seven update is coming. The update will follow users by users to buy, name, and cabin or captain a ship all on their own. You'll also be able to further customize your cabin to your liking. It showed off a good amount of stuff in here. Yeah, I played a little bit of Sea of Thieves that last week or so. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool, but I don't think I'll be able to get very far by myself, just the way the game seems. So I didn't play anymore. I did like the fact that you could... Uh, it was like you had to go run down, look at the navigation on the map. Uh, there was no markers or waypoints or nothing like that, so you kind of just got to like eyeball like where you're going and figure it out, which is cool. I really like the idea of that. But it, it just felt like it would have been a lot of work for one person to constantly yeah, do one person just to do anything uh, like loading the cannons, trying to drive the ship, trying to drop the anchor, trying to pull the sails up, down, you know, go down, make sure the navigation is looking like make sure you're still going in the right direction. You know, pulling out your compass, checking that, doing the thing. It was a lot. I like that with those mechanics they had in the game, though. And it makes perfect sense if you have a crew, uh, just not as friendly for solo players. Not that you can't do it. It's just uh, how much how much extra work do you want to do to navigate and get somewhere? And that's not even encountering, you know, like if you get into some kind of action sequence, that's just driving your ship. <laughs> uh, so more content for that. That's great. Uh, I'm glad to see that game's doing so well, because I do. I don't think there is a good pirate game out there that that you can Experience. I really just wish they made like this more of a single player experience and you can hop into an online world because I don't see why this game couldn't be a single player experience um, and just be able to hop into like a server or something like that when you wanted to play with others or, or find a crew or something like that. I don't think it needs to be online all the time. Did I lose you? Oh, there you are. <laughs> I thought I lost you. Oh, no, I couldn't hear you for a second. Oh, nonetheless. No, it. it- Either way, just ranting on about Sea of Thieves, you know, but it's cool. Uh, I did. I did hear you talking about it. Like oh. I was here for that. I, I heard it. I just oh. didn't miss like the last couple things you said. Oh, it's probably not important anyway. I don't, I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> now, nah, Sea of Thieves, they, they are. They've constantly added stuff. And I, I think this game is a way better place than where it launched. And they're going strong with adding more stuff. I mean, you can name your own boat now. I know it said as long as it's not anything bad. <laughs> you can name it whatever you want as long as it's not bad okay next we got Cocoon it's a new sci-fi puzzle game from Geo- Geometric Interactive and a lead gameplay designer from Jep Carls- Carlson unlike Carlson's previous works Inside and Limbo this new release is set to bright uh, set in a bright sci-fi world on an alien planet Cocoon is set for a 2023 release so some action from the creators of Limbo and Inside. Um, what do you think? This one's gonna be, it's, it looks good. It's just going to be, I know it's going to have a weird, some kind of weird turn to it because that's how those games work. The Inside was nuts. You uh, played through that at all or, or saw anything from it. I haven't. Uh, I've seen gameplay of it. I, just, I haven't twist played the game. It. But this looks cool. So, uh, this like uh, a new, uh, like something to tickle your noodle with. Uh, <laughs> some good, good a lot puzzles. Of puzzles. A little inside and out worlds. It kind of seemed like you were in a world, in a world, in a world. Mm. 
Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, 2023, so a little bit of weight on that one. Uh, next, we got Wo Long Fallen Dynasty. Uh, it's a new game from Team Ninja set in the Chinese Three Kingdom period. The reveal trailer seems to hint that the game will be a mix of historical and supernatural elements, including mythical creatures like dragons. It releases in twenty or it, it releases in early twenty twenty three, and it's confirmed to be day one on Game Pass. Uh, so how many how many hours are you going to put into this? I'm gonna be there day one. Just <laughs> telling you, it's gonna be pre-installed. <laughs> it's also by Koei Tech, who makes all of the <laughs> Dynasty Warrior games. Yeah. Um, well. We can always go back to our callings. You can play your dynasty games and I can install flight simulator. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Team team ninja is doing it, but uh Koei tech, I think is publishing it. Yeah. So even more of not being able to complain about it. Cause I'm going to be there. <laughs> this looks pretty cool. Uh, just a lot of cinematics. I really want to see some gameplay. Does it give it to me? Nope. Uh, just a reveal trailer though so it says early 2023 though so you don't have to wait long to slay some dynasties uh if you don't know who that is in the end that it shows i click through it fast should i scroll back yeah sure it's like right before the early 2023 yeah i don't know who that is <laughs> oh, it's Lu it's lubu <laughs> And some callbacks from previous <laughs> entries. Oh, nice. Yeah, hey, he's got his, uh, that's the split feather head helmet and his big old long, like, halberd. That's him. That's the and guy. A horse. And a horse. He's a bad dude. Next, we got Persona. So, not yeah, new, not trailer. new Persona. Not new Persona. But we do get. A boatload of Persona games are coming to Xbox, including Persona 3 Portable, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royale. Or Royal. I don't know why I call it Royale. They're referring to coming to Game Pass. Is it Royale or Royal? I think that's... How do you know? How, how do you know in I this just, English I language? I feel like when I, heard, <laughs> when I heard people say Persona 5, they always said Royale. Maybe so. Not that it's correct. It might not be. I don't, I don't know. I mean, wouldn't it be an oh. E on it, though? Sure. Or I don't a, know. An apostrophe somewhere, a little, a little mark, <laughs> yeah. a little, <laughs> little, yeah. little couple, something, couple dots, squiggly lines somewhere in there. Yeah, something over top the or beside the Y. I don't know. I just heard <laughs> the people that say it like that, and it, it could go either way. So let's see. They prefer to come in Game Pass, but only Persona Five has a release date currently slated for October twenty first. Um, so like you get in the collection over there at least. Uh, one at a time, though. Uh, Persona 4 Golden's a surprise because I was locked on the PSP and uh, PC. So seeing that come to Xbox, that's cool. I think it's coming to PlayStation too, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I want to so, yeah. I want to say Persona 4 Golden was actually going to be coming out on the Switch as well, which is a big, Ooh. big, big deal for that. Actually, it's a good, good, good place for that. Uh, so that's something. Uh, looks like we got a message from Kojima here as well. So Mark's oh, off and yes. Hideo Kojima are working on a new game without really revealing much of anything uh, as usual from Kojima, right? But uh, he simply stated that the game is, uh, this is a game I always wanted to make. So I yelled when I saw him uh, pop on here. I mean, that's not a mystery, right? We already knew that he was developing something for 
it, Xbox was the, obviously the number one pick because there was so much surrounding the idea of that. But that doesn't mean that Kojima Productions can't be making something for PlayStation as well. Um, now, it was just nice to see that it was like in um, in the works for real, like it was in the books. Yeah, it was like a real thing now. It's not like it's not like fan fiction at this point. He he does say some interesting things, though. I mean, he said it's one. Uh, he wants to make a game that one that no one has ever experienced before or seen before. He's like, I want to be um, the very best. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he said he said something about with Microsoft's cutting edge, uh, the the cloud. What was it? Cloud uh, technology. And the change in the industry trend. Yeah, Microsoft's cutting edge cloud technology and the change in the industry trend. Trend. It looks like they're going to be putting a. Oh, since you mentioned Xbox Cloud Gaming, it's going to be on Samsung TVs. From what I heard, I, I saw gonna, that. There's going to be an app you can you can install and play games through the cloud uh, as long as you have Game Pass. Yeah. On your TV. With no hardware, except for a controller. And, obviously, you can't use your TV remote, but. Yeah, true. That would suck. I mean, I'm sure somebody's done it and beat Dark Souls with it because that's just <laughs> what object can I program to use to beat Dark Souls with? I wouldn't be surprised if they make it so uh, you don't need a controller, but you can use your phone uh, as a remote yeah. controller. I could see that being a way to do it. I could see that being a thing. It might. Well, that's already. It's actually already a thing. I mean, you can play cloud gaming on your phone using touch controls. Not every not every game you can do that with, but some do have that. Uh, I'm just not really sold on the streaming thing yet. Uh, it's getting there. I think it's going to get there, and Xbox is going to make it get there. It's just not there uh, quality wise for me. I don't think it's it's going to be the substantial uh, way to play games. So. But Kojima is going to be making something for Xbox, so maybe stream that on your Samsung TV soon. Yeah. Pretty excited, something something weird and new and different. I feel like he always says that it's, yeah. like, it's a game that he always wanted to make, though. So, well, I mean, he and his games are always like out there. So, oh uh, yeah, cool. yeah, absolutely, it. yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Let have at it. Hit me with it. <laughs> hit me with it. <laughs> Gonna hit you with this one though, Starfield. Ooh. Finally, getting his reveal of what this game is, what it's going to be, something, what it's going to be about. But uh, says Starfield finally got his first full uh, gameplay reveal. We've been waiting for the game scenes to be feature a much more grounded space exploration experience for exploring planets, shooting enemies, mining, scanning, and digital lick uh, lick pocking. Yeah, lock picking. We also got a story trailer for <laughs> Starfield that revealed we're on will be on the hunt for galaxy changing alien artifacts that will deal with the space born factions. Uh, we also got to look at the extensive customization in Starfield from the character creator, from traits to the skill system, customizable weapons, as well as a base and spaceship builder. And in case you were worried, you'll be exploring the galaxy from a map menu. The starships are completely flyable, and you'll be able to space a dogfight with enemies, too. As for scale, Starfield revealed it would take place in a cluster of over 100 solar systems, one of which contains nine fully explorable planets so you'll have you'll have over a thousand planets to explore that's a lot of planets mm, it is so what do they mean here um 
Uh, one of so out of the hundred solar systems, one of which contains nine fully explorable planets. So you can only visit some of the other planets, like a base or something. You can't actually explore the planet. I'm guessing. Where is that? Uh, contains nine. Yeah. So the nine fully explorable ones, you can go anywhere on that planet. You could drop in on any spot of it, and you can be in any part of there. Sort of like how No Man's Sky, where you can land on whatever part of that planet, and that whole planet is a thing. Yeah, that's yeah. how this is going to be. But there's nine fully of them, where you can go anywhere on them. And I'm and assuming the other ones are going to be maybe just drop-in missions, or you can just resource or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to make that. I, I'm still confused to how that how that works. Uh. I need to I need to sit down and watch through all these, uh, watch through the whole presentation for this because I don't I'm I don't know enough to talk about it right now. I just know mm-hmm. what some of the stuff was shown, some of the customization, uh, some of the like some of the graphics and stuff like that. They look phenomenal uh, from what I've seen, but it looks more or less so less like not that not that No Man's Sky looks cartoony, but less of that saturated look. It looks more of a uh, like like a, like you would see like an Apollo mission or something like that very very grounded like NASA experience you mm-hmm. would see uh, more like interstellar maybe something along those lines like that movie uh, very it looks like they, I, I didn't like I said I didn't watch it I didn't watch it all yet but it looks more of like a like we're just figuring out how to do space stuff and we're we're starting to yeah. do that you know what I mean you run out of like an advanced yeah. civilization looks like we're just getting to the point of being able to do space travel and that's what it looks like from what i get from it but it felt really good watching it all it felt it felt good seeing everything being played through i like where they're going with it um even the weapons look good how they work the some of the creatures they showed it's not just people it's also the different creature species and all that too i think it's working out and to, to, to be something good Something different. I like that. I love space stuff, dude, so it don't even matter. It could probably be like a 5 out of 10 game, and I'm probably going to play it anyways. <laughs> to be quite honest with you. But it looks good from what... like I've, I'm going to sit down later and, and really dig into a lot of these trailers. But Starfield is out. and Well, not out. It's this information about Starfield is out, uh, which is exciting because we didn't know anything about this game besides a couple quick little videos of barely anything. And a robot dude, of course. Don't forget the robot guy. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, but it's exciting uh, to see something like this. And and it's hard, like, you know, everybody has different interests and stuff. And to see a game come out that, like, really, like, hits, like, one of your interests. And it's like, and, and they're doing so many of the things that you like, you know, it's an RPG. It has some shooting, it has space stuff, and you, explore, and you can explore stuff, mine stuff, craft stuff, build stuff, you know, and flyable stuff. You know, it's a lot of things. Build that your you, own ship. Yeah, it's all these things that you like all in one package. It's, it's, it's very hard to find that. And this happens to be that for me. Uh, so I'm hoping, and it's also put out by like one of my, one of my top developers that I've always cared for, like all their games. So it's really the, it's the complete package here. Starfield is, and I'm hoping that it lives up to that. Uh, that's a lot to live up to though, but 
I'm excited to see what this could be. And imagine Starfield is going to come out. Imagine a year after Starfield comes out, how well this game's going to be. That's going to be the ticket. Mm-hmm. Hey, Skyrim sucked when it came out on PS3. You know, like that game was terrible, but then they did make it so it worked right. Uh, and there was tons of bugs on the 360 version. You know, the game was so buggy, oh, yes, so buggy. And, uh, <laughs> but now you got the you got the you got the anniversary editions, you got the special editions. You know, they refined that game to to an extent that it's just, you know, it's still a masterpiece. That's a great game. And I think Starfield is going to be their next top. You remember when Skyrim came out and it was just like it just boomed into this this unbelievably large thing. Like before memes were things, you know, like people were making memes about this, this game and just how unbelievable of a scale that Skyrim is. It was just the most mind blowing thing. I remember looking at the graphics in that game and just like, wow, this is this this is it. And then I then I plugged it yeah. in a, a HDMI cable into my Xbox for the first time <laughs> by playing that game instead of using those color color cords. But and that that oh, was like gosh, each, they're awful. Uh, I was like, you know what? This is this is it. This is this this is the pinnacle of gaming. This is what we're here for. I've, I've achieved it. <laughs> and, this uh, is where we've all been waiting for this moment. And it's just this is going to be never it. get better. <laughs> but that's going to be Starfield. I said that with Mass Effect. Yeah. <laughs> I said it can never get better. I was like, this is this has done it. This is too much for me. So it's crazy. We're here now. Yeah. And Starfield's about to do it. Yeah, that's going to be. I'm a, really excited. Yeah, this is going to be day one. Like I'm installing this like 12 a.m. This that's that's that, that's that kind of game for me to uh, really jump in there. But we'll have to wait till next year, which is not a bad deal. It's whatever. That's fine. There's plenty of stuff coming. Yeah, I got plenty of stuff I need to play. Uh, plenty of stuff. So I'm not. I'm not in shorts of uh, content on this end. But wow, what a beefy show. Mm. You just got all the video game news you could possibly ever deserve. Uh, if you can handle it. <laughs> can you so handle much. it? And I, I know there was other things that happened too during all this. I know we missed something. It's just it's well, a definitely. lot. And then the PC, the PC showcase just happened. I was peeking at certain things of that. There's we'll some interesting to, stuff coming out. I'll have to plop it in that next... Uh, show let's see here did they wrap that show up yet is it done no i think it's actually still going oh wow <laughs> first thing i seen when i looked it up <laughs> warhammer for 40k <laughs> you i get that out of here <laughs> oh, i just accidentally clicked it out oh man well i guess uh, any final thoughts comments or concerns there sir the Finishes two and a half hour show up. Be excited. Be excited. It's a lot coming. Uh, Pick some room in your uh, game yeah. library, I guess, on your systems. Your hard drive. Yeah, your hard drive. Tell your hard drive if you love it and show it some, <laughs> some, some gender love for the Fair. use it's about to take from all this uh, downloading. <laughs> you, feed that, you feed that hard drive a good meal tonight. Tell her how much you love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if you don't have anything else to add, don't forget to follow us over there on Twitter at Legacy Respawn. You can also find us over on patreon.com slash Legacy Respawn, where you can support the show. We'd greatly appreciate it. But until next time, take care. Bye.